Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome to Xbox Ultimate Podcast, episode numero 95. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. Holy shit. Yeah, it, I don't know why. It, I know we had Xbox Ultimate the last couple weeks. It just feels like it's been like weeks before I, like we had a show. Like It does. I, I, what, why does it feel like that? I don't I think know. It's just, just coming down off E3. There's just like no big news compared to E3, you know? It's just like small shit. Yeah. I know we didn't have PM in the PM yesterday. Uh, we did have fun pop, but we didn't have FSP this week. So I think it's I think it's just like a little bit of like a lot of hit and miss right now with scheduling and stuff. Uh, some some things getting in the way and and causing uh, issues with stuff. But like um, also it was our last episode of Fun Pop on Wednesday, so that was kind of depressing. Yeah. Like Kate Kate was like saying that's wow this is a lot sadder than I thought it would be like. <laughs> During I was so impressed making the thumbnail. Yeah. With all the sad, yeah. like, superheroes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it, was a, it's a, it was the death of a child. It, it does feel like a 55 year old or season old or episode old child. Yeah. It's just uh, a little over a year old to be right. We said, <laughs> yeah. We sent it away to boarding school. You know, maybe it'll come back one day. You know, um, in the future, if we ever find a way to to make that happen, it'll come back angry. That's what happen. Come, <laughs> come back angry and bitter. Yeah. <laughs> Shut me away. This is a new fun pop with an edge, <laughs> with an axe to grind. Edging with fun pop. <laughs> Whoa. Oh. <laughs> um. But hey, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Appreciate you a chat. Uh, see uh, people here nice and early as well for the show. Um, and uh, you know, whenever there's not a lot of news to talk about, it's still awesome to have people show up for a podcast about Xbox, right? Um, but we'll get into the introductions of the panel who's here today. Um, starting with first in my heart, my lovely wife, Caitlin. What's up, baby? Hey, what's up, guys? It's gonna be a great night. We're all in a super good mood, and let's go. <laughs> Wow, where the hell was this from? Where did this come from? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And the always okay. fuzzy, fuzzy Belvedere is here as well. What's up, Fuzz? Hey, what's up, everyone? Glad to be here as well. And, man, let's let's get into the craziness of this past week of gaming. <laughs> yeah. Lots of lots of interesting things happening. Um, uh, people showing up in people's DMs and stuff, you know, like inappropriately. Yeah. <laughs> um, appendages showing up in certain people's appendages DMs. showing up in people's DMs. Yeah, <laughs> hey, nobody. It's never a good idea to send body part pictures to people on the internet. Yes, yeah, psycho. <laughs> hey, you know I needed just, that release date. So what better way? Yeah, that was show okay. I needed that release. My third arm. You, know? you, you never know what it might come back to bite you. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Um, bite. Speaking of dick pics, what's up, Psychonauts? How's it going, man? Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Psychonauts here on hey. Xbox Ultimate on Friday. Edging yes. with Psychonauts. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. go. Nope. Yeah. He's nope. on the edge it's great. of glory. It's great, yeah. great, great, great time. There's uh, people melting down because of a someone saying there's going to be a release date of something and it didn't happen, so the internet just decided to fucking shit the bed and <laughs> just went insane so i don't get it amber let's heard? talk about it uh, yeah they uh, heard the bed that's correct 
And we have the Encyclopedia of Gaming dating back to the very first game ever created, who I haven't talked to in like a fucking week. What's uh, so, yeah. up, Punk Soul? Might even be longer than that, brother, because we Might didn't even been. play games last week. Uh, so, yeah, it's yeah, been right. a while, fam. Uh, missed you all. Uh, it was awful not doing PM in the PM last night. Uh, so it's great to be here on a Friday night doing Xbox Ultimate with all of my upbeat and cheery family. And, of course, the chat. What is going on, chat? Uh, shout out to all of you. It's great to be back here again. You know, slow news week, unless, you lo- unless you're into dick pics, then it was a great <laughs> week. So, um, you know what? We're going to get down to it, though. We're going to talk some stuff. There actually has been a couple topics that have come up this week that are quite interesting, in fact. So, yeah. hopefully, Matt put those down because I haven't talked to him, so I don't know what he's got on his list. But we'll see. Let's go. Yeah, I got a, I got a few things. I got a few things up my Oh, sleeves. no. I know he's got the spreadsheet. I yeah. Matt, come on. Mr. Organized? Mr. So, I'm so organized, guys. Let's, you have let's no go. idea how much stuff right? I got prepared. <laughs> He's laid on his spreadsheet. What? Yeah, I'm. I know how to operate spreadsheets. I do it for work all the time. Yeah, wow. yeah. I thought you and were Xbox laying... Ultimate. Yeah, and Let's Xbox go. Ultimate. I thought you're spreading <laughs> on your sheet. Sorry. I've I've even made spreadsheets for like Xbox games yet to be announced and revealed and stuff. I, I got that on my desktop right here. I can show you. Um, Jasper, the realist. I, <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> Debbie Downer himself. Just don't use them for bait to get release dates, Psycho. Okay. All right. Um, what's up, Jasper? How's it going? Man? Yo, how's it going? It's Xbox Ultimate. It's Friday. We got to get that energy going. Up yeah, in the- <laughs> let's go. Let's get the energy. Yeah. I know. We sound what like we're Jasper? <laughs> the, the pre-show guys. Everybody was like, "Hi." <laughs> saving that energy. You got to save that energy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We got, ja- yeah, Jasper gets sick and all of a sudden he comes back with a new personality. This is yeah. fantastic. Let's go. Yeah. It's I didn't Jasper know that was 2. one of 0. the symptoms. Yeah. <laughs> Severe brain damage from it. Just reverse personality. <laughs> right on. Uh, he's took uh, all of his adrenaline and stuff to get better. I think it hasn't worn off yet. Yeah. So. No more energy for the rest of the show. Just it's yeah. a Debbie Downer. It was just a one shot. <laughs> um, and, and shout out to 3Bit who has... Also got issues going on right now. He's uh, just had surgery as well. Uh, it sounds like some stuff is pain related, you know, and in, in the, you know, I don't want to give too much info, but like, yeah, look, 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 chat, 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 seven degrees of Kevin Bacon here. But if anybody knows some good witch doctors or yeah. whatever the case may be, that can remove curses. Three bit needs all the help. So hit him up in the DMS because that kid oh, is not working. Is no, the elderberry is not helping <laughs> no. him with this. But for some reason, he's got the worst luck ever in life in all things outside of his job and his talent. So you guys need to help him out. Hop in his DMs, give him, hit him up with some names that he can go to to get that curse removed. Because and, and three bit ain't doing good. Yeah, yeah. Send him some pics. Yeah, <laughs> he love he loves dick pics in his DMs. <laughs> Wow! How is it going straight? I'm just that? kidding. No, we love you three bit. Now, I hope you're. I hope you're uh, start to feel better as well. And shout out to everybody. Uh, if you haven't been following on Twitter, uh, I did put uh, an update that we have received from Lupa's husband John. Um, and the you know, the last update that we had had before that that was she was going to be undergoing a procedure on the 22nd. Uh, that had gotten pushed back to about the 25th, and things did not go well with the procedures. Um, so, um, 
now there is a new surgery, um, actually um, open brain surgery uh, scheduled for July the 6th. So it is um, very important for everybody to uh, send some positive energy and vibes or prayers or whatever it is um, that you believe in or do, you know, at times like that, because I, I, I think it helps and she needs a lot of that right now. And I'm still holding out a lot of hope. She's been through this before. So uh, she's very tough, you know, uh, and but it's definitely, definitely much needed for her. So um, just keep her in your thoughts and, every, and everything. And uh, I, if I get any more updates, you know, I will uh, keep you updated. But I also want to respect the privacy of her husband and, and Lupa and what they got going on. So um, I'm trying to, I'm not like, you know, begging for updates every second. You know what I mean? I just want to share that news when it comes to me, but I will make sure I, I do that for you guys. Um, but other than that, very sad news. We do have a show. Um, and this was an interesting week for Xbox because there's not really any, direct xbox news you know uh not to say uh, there's some like there's some things you know but uh, i want to start with is the holiday season might have gotten a little bit brighter for xbox uh with some potentially leaked release dates um this comes from tom henderson on twitter uh and this guy just doesn't really miss if you follow him um and if there's things that he misses, it's because things got changed, right? Um, he gets information. He puts it out there. Uh, some people don't like the fact that he puts some of the stuff that he puts out there because he's so accurate. It's actually, like, spoiling things for people at times. But he's pretty careful with some of the major stuff. Um, but we got some release dates on some pretty big third-party games. Uh, now, I remember on the Xbox Bethesda showcase and the whole E3 season, us being very like, where's EA? Where's Ubisoft, right? They got to be having some stuff soon, right? They, they got to, because where are they? Um, they were anticipated releases coming this year. Uh, well, Tom Henderson seemed to have some information that Ubisoft was getting ready to do some kind of a show or announcement, and so was EA. Um, and there's a couple things that have been kind of coming out about some release dates regarding that and from different from different sources, but... Uh, Tom Henderson kind of broke it all down uh, on Twitter. Uh, so I'm going to kind of re read um, this this Twitter feed from him. Uh, this was regarding um, an article, I believe, that he had put on xputer.com, uh, where he had actually broken down about uh, a show that's supposed to be coming out that's going to be revealing some things. Um, and one of the things he had talked about was also potential release date of God of War Ragnarok. He didn't know says he doesn't know when it is for sure, but he did think it could possibly be the 11th. Um, just a thought, uh, which he said would be sticking it to kind of Starfield and Xbox and, and everything like that. But that's not the biggest news that I took away from that because we've already kind of speculated on that before. Um, a couple of games that are coming to Xbox is what I want to talk about. Um, the next Need for Speed installment, he says, is due to launch on November 4th. And that was one we were curious about. Is it going to hit this year? Is it going to hit this year? Well, right now it's sounding like it's it's going to. Um, so he also says that sources have also suggested that the current plan for Ubisoft's Avatar title is due to launch on November 18th. 
So that's two pretty damn big releases, two weeks within each other. Um, and then also, if you continue to read on to his uh, Twitter threads, somebody asked, isn't Skull and Bones supposed to be November as well? And he says, yeah, November 8th. So between November the 4th, November the 8th, November the 18th, that's three pretty damn big third-party games coming to Xbox in November. On top of everything else that we already know about, um, I want to start start with uh, with Pong on this. Is there a certain game in there that stands out to you that you're kind of excited about? Coming no, obviously, I'm always... Yeah, I'm always excited for a new Need for Speed, right? Um, hope that they can get back on track and you know, go back to the classics, but we've seen nothing, right? We've only had Grubb's rumors. Uh, you know, Grubb yeah. had talked about it, what, months ago and said it had a anime flair or anime aesthetic to it. Like, <laughs> so that has been on my brain ever since then. Yeah. But we had, we, we saw that one. I think we, we, we had a leak of a, a supposed screenshot from it. So, but at the end of the day, Need for Speed is is always got to you know again as an as an older gamer as somebody who grew up on Need for Speed uh, through all the years and you know been playing it forever. I want to see Need for Speed come back, so I'm always excited for one. And hopefully this time around they get the formula right to go back to the classic style. Um, even if it's got this anime aesthetic to it, hey, I'm I'm down for it. I just can't wait to see what it looks like. I want to see it in action. So definitely hype for Need for Speed, and then. Um, avatar as well i i want to see what they've done with avatar the crate you know they got the movie coming out in december so this all makes sense right that that avatar is going to release this year but where are they taking it now we've heard it's first person right uh which is crazy for an avatar game right it's right right especially with the traversal and stuff right Mm -hmm. so it's going to be very interesting how they pull this off now i saw some people um you know online guessing that this is going to be avatar slash far cry because they said it's open world Mm -hmm. um which certainly could be i'm not against it obviously i know a lot of people are kind of far cried out and assassin creeded out but at the end of the day again map the big thing is we haven't had anything on these games we haven't seen anything need for speed have we even had a teaser yet i don't think we've even had a teaser we haven't had anything i don't think so this is like nuts like i don't get it like this is not normal um we've had not an acknowledgement have that they've right that, but they pulled remember criterion was pulled from that to help on battlefield right, right at the time yep. you know and that had kind of moved the release date back for need for speed that's all that's all i think all we know about this need for speed game except for right. you're right grubs rumors grubs rumors and then we got we got the teaser for avatar obviously mm-hmm. but we know nothing about these games and we're talking about four four months away right now we're yeah. in july so four months Bro, that's kind of crazy for both uh, EA and, and uh, Ubisoft to not have anything out there about these games more than we what we've uh, s- you know so far have gotten. So yeah, I mean, if these are going to come, if these are going to drop, I'm going to have interest. It's again, October is so packed. October is so ridiculously yeah. packed right now. I'm not even thinking about November. But will these be welcome if they show up? And at least, you know, one of these games hits and is great. Sure, of course. Absolutely. More the merrier, right? Um, never have enough games at the end of the day. Even if it got, you know, a never-ending backlog, it doesn't matter to me. So I'm all excited. Uh, but I want to see them. I, I, I just don't know where they're going to actually show them. That's what I'm curious about. Yeah. That means we've got to have some type of show beforehand. They're not just going to drop them. Yeah, no, they're um, going to be some kind of show. <laughs> There's got to be something. Yeah. Maybe game. Didn't Ubisoft say they'll be at Gamescom? 
I think they came out and said we I will be Ubisoft at Gamescom, which yeah, was I kind of an so. interesting announcement because yeah. maybe they're going to use that as kind of like their showcase is, for the holiday. But isn't when they, well, yeah, I suppose they could have more at Gamescom than they normally do, which right. would be kind of different. That would be kind of cool, actually. I mean, awesome. I just want to see something. <laughs> I know. Especially Need for Speed. Like, we've been waiting on a new Need for Speed, right? So we've been sitting around going, what are they going to do to bring Need for Speed back? And it's not like I have the utmost faith right now. I can only hope. But Grub gave me a little bit of light with his little crazy rumors. Like, all right, they're trying something different, something new. But you got to show. I mean, I I just got to see it. I got to know what this is uh, so I can have some type of opinion on it. But, yeah, Yeah. cool. Maybe they're just trying to go about it this time around without showing anything. Because we saw, like, all the... What we saw, like for certain games, got great positive feedback. And then when the game comes out, then you're like, "What the f?" So maybe they're just trying to keep things quiet, minimal gameplay shown, and anything well, that causes people's red flags to go up when they do that too. Yeah, there's red well, flags. Anything, Jasper? It could be red flag. <laughs> really? It could be red flag. <laughs> but but if it if it comes off well, and we didn't have like this already seen gameplay maybe they're trying to try do something different this time around be like all right let's you know we didn't do have the best of luck with having the gameplay showed so let's maybe not show it and uh let's see what happens what's yeah. the worst if they don't like it they don't like it i mean that is an interesting thing because they kind of did that with apex and it really boomed uh mm-hmm. when they just kind of shadow drop the game so maybe they're going to learn from these like shadow drops and just like maybe the hype from a game just coming out like a day before it was announced or whatever, you know, it's just like, Hey, we got a large game coming out uh, tomorrow. Check it out. It's free to play something like that. And uh, I was looking it up the need for speed thing. The only thing we have on it is their earnings call this year when it said it was supposed to come out at the end of this year. So that's the only confirmation we have in need for speed. There's some leaked screenshots and stuff, but that's about it. I would love to uh, a need for speed, like underground three or a remaster of underground or something uh two something along them uh along the line is to really deck out your tuner cars is what a lot of people like and that's what the with uh what is it uh horizon five kind of like what people liked about that was able to put the body kits onto those cars and there there's not a lot of body kits and that's like the one thing people kind of been like of wanting they want a car game that has that tuner because the tuner scene is still big regardless living in florida i see it fucking everywhere i see these little freaking hondas zipping around like i'm like is this fast and furious like i thought this ended and no it's still the tuner scene is still huge and it's never gonna end no muscle cars 50 70 years later are still driving but it wasn't as uh was uh uh, fast and furious kind of just really put it out there in the (laughs) in the market in the masses i should say in the, oh, yeah. you know in the underground like behind the scenes they it was there but not as big until those movies came out and they just popped up everywhere i mean granted some people just put decals stickers on their cars like, look it goes faster now but yeah that's front <laughs> horsepower yeah i just added 18 horsepower with this driver right. <laughs> um yeah so skull and bones is interesting too because you know, Sorry. we actually got a kind of a leaked trailer for that. That seems completely legit. I mean, that thing is not fake. I'm saying it's no, 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 no. That was real. <laughs> so that 
leaked trailer, even though it's kind of like off screen, kind of, you know, crappy footage or whatever, uh, actually raised my interest in that game quite a bit. I have to really? be honest. Yeah, I actually like the opposite I, effect for me. Really? <laughs> see, I, I liked what I saw. I, I it looked pretty cool. It looked like um, there. It's like a Sea of Thieves clone, except without having to rely on a bunch of teammates on your ship. More of a solo. You, you, you are able to go more solo on a larger ship with ship battles. And, you know, you got your whole loot collection and bringing it back to the bases and stuff like that. It kind of seemed like Assassin's Creed Sea of Thieves in a way. Right, um, but no ship to ship. No ship to ship, though. That's the problem. It's all just ship battles. You can't get yeah. board the other ship, which is a problem. Right for me. Yeah, so. yeah, because you could do that too with what is it? Um, uh, Odyssey. You can do ship to yeah. ship. Yeah, and I believe Black Flag. You were able to do mm-hmm. ship to ship, and that's mm-hmm. what Skull and Bones really was premised off of, as Black Flag. People right. played Black Flag, and that's what we wanted. It's like, yes, make this, and that's what they said. And then they went and changed their minds yeah. like sixteen times. And it's like, what is it now? Are they did they go back to the roots of what people wanted and what the developers, the actual devs that were working on the game, what they felt passionate about? They they wanted the original idea. They did not want this new monetize monetization shit that ubisoft is trying to cram down our throat because they need money listen we we will give you money if your game is great if you have like ship skin sales crew members things like that we'll buy if your game is great we'll buy that but don't fucking cram it down our throat where that's your premise of your game is to make you money and the game does not play well i think that's i think they're just pushing this out the door is my problem so yeah. what? Gamers don't want NFT uh, sales or or uh, new barrels and stuff. Don't even bring up it. No. <laughs> they love NFTs. Gamers love NFTs. They love spending yeah. the harder. Troy money Baker on does. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> he hey, doubled down on that shit. Hey baby, is there any of those three games that stood out to you that you're kind of interested in at all, or are you just um, super excited about House Flipper and Fall Guys? <laughs> I haven't seen anything on any. Well, I saw a little bit of uh, the Skulls and Bones. I'm definitely interested in that. Mm-hmm. Um, if Need for Speed is like has an anime flair, then I'm out. Um, <laughs> oh my god! I'll I'll show you anime. Flair. I don't. I think it's just gonna be like skins you put on your car, like some anime chick you can put like paint on your. Car. I, I, think I think it's gonna be like interesting like, flames and stuff, like in like effects is what the rumors were. But like who, that could have been from a trailer. Right, like, I'm, what if Jeff Grubb saw an early trailer and they had some of that flashy stuff in the trailer that's not really actually part of the game? It's just a possibility, you know what I mean? Yeah, I assume you there'll be lots of customization, though. Oh right? yeah, there's got to be in a Need for it's Need for Speed game. You got to have lots of customization. Um, yeah, the Skulls and Bones. I I like I really like Sea of Thieves, and I like that. Uh, you know the whole pirates and stuff. Yeah. Um. And Avatar. I haven't seen anything on that. So. Well, it, it's supposed I to be mean, first person Avatar that. game. Yeah. So if you watched uh, like the movie and shit, yeah, that's like times. Yeah, I mean that's going to be great, and being on Pandora, being able to run through the 
the the forests and now with being in the ocean so i wonder yeah. if that's what it's going to be or you know if it's going to be the bridge between the movie of from back in what nine the early 2000s and this new one that's coming out is that gap whatever it is is that what this takes place so it's not really 100 percent of like a movie rendition uh, right. video game yeah so i just it, the possibilities are endless of what they are trying to possibly give us and uh i'm excited i wouldn't it should mind be a pretty game that's for sure the first person shooter aspect actually made me more intrigued on this like usually like some games i'm like oh that needs to be third person but like when you say avatar first person that just like seems badass to me you know what i mean because like it's like you can be the avatar you know like and you have those abilities a traversal and all that kind of shit you know it just seems like um interesting this could be a sleeper i think because not a lot of people it are could. talking about this, you know. Um, but do y'all remember, like, Ubisoft is big on Avatar. Do y'all remember when they had their E3 presentation? Uh, it was, like, years back. And they had a, um, James Cameron on their stage. And he talked for, like, an hour and a half, just, like, nonstop about that Avatar, like, game that they were going to be bringing to Ubisoft, the last one that they had. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it was like, we're really trying to bring, you know, crossover between movies and video games and you know bring avatar and just james cameron took up their whole e3 presentation it was absolutely crazy i hated the presentation because it's like we want to see other ubisoft stuff right but um i for ubisoft to give them that much time at their video game conference ubisoft is really interested in this brand um and they're bringing out in a snowdrop engine as well right uh mm-hmm. this first which would be a different taste of snowdrop right that's another aspect i'm excited i'm just excited to see how this engine does with that kind of game right is riders republic in snowdrop no no just division yeah division's the only division one. yeah division and massive's new star Wars game will be in snowdrop yeah. and avatar um, so they're, they're seeing how amazing those games are in the snowdrop, so we're we're gonna start seeing more games right in that engine because um, they have a, a phenomenal engine on their hands. Yeah, they do. Uh, that's a beautiful engine. The detail and division is insane for what what kind of game it is and um, how old it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to John TJ. Hit us with a ten dollars super chat. He says, "Hi guys, I can't wait for EA to announce Need for Speed. Keep up the great content. I'm hoping." And I'm hopping in and out between you guys and Risk It for the Biscuits podcast. I want Skull and Bones. Yeah, shout out to those Aussies over there as well, having a great show. Um, yeah, Skull and Bones seems awesome. Need for Speed seems awesome. Appreciate the support, John TJ. Another ten dollars super chat from John TJ says, "I want the new Need for Speed to be a new edition of Underground with customization from all Need for Speed games, but have it where we can go to real race tracks like Underground did." The rumored title of this Need for Speed is called Unbound. And um, so we're supposed to be potentially getting information in July. That's the last information we have is like they're set to reveal their like fall holiday slate at some so in July at some, at some point. Um, and that would also include Skate 4 information, which may not actually be a, a this year game, but it would be a 2023 game. And that would also uh, potentially be uh, FIFA 23 information stuff like that as well so that's what the rumors are currently that's again via tom henderson 
Um, Skate 4 is definitely not this year because yeah. they showed off some pre-alpha alpha <laughs> footage yeah, is what they called it. Off. Yeah. yeah, but it's looking great. I mean, yeah. they've got tons of people testing on it and everything else. And they are, I think they actually are taking open applications for testers as well to try well, are it Are they volunteers? Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but but it looks pretty damn good what yeah. they've got so far. Because they showed like the really basic footage that they had people working on. But then they showed what they expect it to look like or right. some, you know, closer to reality. It looks damn good and looks damn cool because they're taking a lot of feedback from people of what they want <laughs> in a skate game and putting yeah. it in there. So it looks really cool. Especially with that like map uh, editor they're making where yes. you can like make Palinko yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Just yes. like break yes. your bones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and also $2 super chat again from John TJ. Dude, appreciate you so much. He says, I hope my super chat becomes reality. And me too. Um, Need for Speed Underground would be, I think, a lot of our dream game. You know, just bring that tuner aspect type game back from like late 90s early 2000s that vibe bring it bring it out currently um what are you what are you expecting from need for speed fuzzy um because it's been a while i mean they i think they're taking their time with this one to make sure they actually make a good game this time (laughs) well i'm hoping a lot of the experience from codemasters now being under the fold really helps them with you know, just going into the nth degree of detail on different things like the different exhaust, different intakes and uh, different tunes for engines and such, even though Codemasters has been more of the, you know, track racer or like off-road racing, you know, licensed IP type of, uh, you know, driving sim or racing company. I think they'll help with the, the handling and the racing aspect, but also hopefully the reality or the realistic uh, applications for for some of the things like ground effects spoilers and such so i'm i'm hoping this is at least on par with like uh forza horizon let's say yeah but in like a you know a, a more like fast and furious type of setting whether it's like day and night racing type of stuff street racing like it, it's the one thing that i think is kind of missing from forza horizon yes you can street race in it but it's kind of like a you have to you know do your own like little subgroup while you're playing in the free roam, you know, type of space. Yeah. I'm hoping Need for Speed gives us that, like, all right, let's let's just travel the highway, see somebody with a fast car, beat the horn three times and go, you know, as fast as you can down the highway type of deal or, you know, things along those lines. I, I, I really hope that's what they kind of focus on, the the customization, mm-hmm. the, the the day and night street racing mentality and, and all of that to go with it, so. The, Fingers the, crossed. The last nighttime racer thing they did back was it? It was just called Need for Speed, wasn't it? Where they had all like the uh, the racing legends, like mm-hmm. in like live action, like uh, cutscenes and stuff. Yeah, that had so now, much potential, but the racing just felt off on that game to me. It just was like, I don't yeah, know, it, like something was wrong with that. It felt empty. The mm-hmm. the the racing felt bad the whole live action stuff was just kind of like annoying more than it actually (laughs) added to the game for me but like that was a potential if they had went the right direction with that one potential to get on the right path for need for speed where it seems like they concentrated on all the wrong things yeah if not i think the codemasters will definitely help you know at least the the feel of the the racing aspect of it and if they can They don't really have to make it like a, a Fast and Furious style movie, but all they have to really do is just get the the core stuff down, you know, the drag races near mm-hmm. like the airport or near like a uh, like the dealership lots. Like everybody has, 
like where there's a line of like five or six dealerships and there's usually night racing that happens there. So if they can get stuff like that down pat or some of the stuff like across the bridge type thing or from light to light type stuff, I, I think they'll they'll have a hit on their hands. But, you know, fingers crossed, they they really I, I don't know about the anime aspect. I mean, adding adding the like if it's like designs and things like that for the cars, but if it means that the cutscenes are more of like an anime style, I don't know if that will, right. you know, work. Grub, as well, said, Grub said it was more fuzzy, like the like. It's hard to explain, but like it, like it, let's say you're drifting, like the smoke from the drift will have mm-hmm. an anime feel to it more than okay. a realistic feel, right. you know, like that cartoon, just like, like the Mario ass- Kart, like eight where you drift and you see like the blue sparks. And shit. Yeah, you're gonna have like that cartoonish feel to some of the highlights in the road. He talked about the lights being more anime style on the roads, that kind of stuff, but the cars themselves being more realistic based, as we know from Need for Speed. Okay. But just having some of that, yeah. the effects, like the special effects, are going to be that anime. I'm gonna say, say, I, I would almost say, like, what he, how he's yeah. saying anime, maybe you could also yeah. interpret it as like more comic book style yeah, effects. Or Anim- yeah, cartoon. Right. Animated, not necessarily like yeah. anime. Yeah. Animated style. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm wondering if it's more like kind of like the way Street Fighter Six has got like the mm-hmm. the colorful mm-hmm. highlights and things like yes. that when you do different combos. So if, if that would actually be kind of cool. So if if they take the realistic car look, and mix that with those effects. I, I think they'll, they'll have something yeah. pretty interesting that people, you know, spend and, tons and, of time in. And the dirt five, like the dirt, the feel of dirt five, the feel of the driving mm-hmm. in dirt five is closer to any need for speed. Yeah. That we've had in a long time. I'm talking about the classic need for speeds that we right. all love the dirt five driving, even though it was, you know, not street racing it. Right. That's the way the cars used to feel in need mm-hmm. for speed. And that's what I want back again. Now they came closer with the last one. They got a little bit better, but they still need to get more arcadey. That's what need for speed was based on. And that's what I want back again, pulling off crazy, you know, crazy, crazy drift moves, passing Mm -hmm. cars, but you know, feeling in control, but having not that realistic where you lose control or it's too tight. You got to have some looseness to it. That's what need for speed was all about. So that's what I want. I just want them to treat this property with, the respect it deserves and go big on it you know what so i mean you want another movie no no <laughs> i although that movie i didn't mind it like i like stupid movies at times but like what i mean is a lot of times like these devs and these publishers like they relegate certain genres to like okay like this is going to get this allocated amount of budget and time right and they just keep trying things and keep trying things until something clicks and it just, they lose interest. They've lost the focus of what it was all about in the first place. And they kind of just make a bunch of shit over. Oh, we're going to reboot it because it didn't work last time. We're going to reboot it again. We're going to reboot it again. You know, you got a year and a half to make a new need for speed game guys. You know, we're going to, this is a big seller for us. We're going to keep trying again, you know, try again. And they're like, what's wrong? Your game's not franchise isn't selling anymore. Nobody likes it anymore. What's going on? Well, you haven't (laughs) fucking made a good game. You're just concentrating on fucking putting out random shit and finding different ways to utilize the need for speed name. Like if you actually go and treat it with respect, you go back and find out what the core essence of it was and then put the talent behind it, give it the time it needs and come out with a fucking good game. And I'm hoping to God that's what happened this time. I really, I really am because Need for Speed used to be like one of the top tier racing franchises. Like some of you yeah. guys are so one young, of the hottest you don't releases. remember, you know. 
It was like every yeah. year when there was a Need for Speed, it was like, man, like Need for Speed Hot Pursuit. And I'm not talking about the Hot Pursuit remake. I'm talking about the other Hot Pursuit, the original one, way back yeah. on PlayStation and PC, right? And then they remade that with another good one, right? And then they remade that one again. They're actually Hot Pursuit, and they've had like three good Hot Pursuit games, right? But um, that Most Wanted was popular. You had Underground and, and Underground 2. And those games didn't have like big time focus on like story with as far as like you know, you're following cutscenes and all this kind of stuff. They had the story, like, kind of, like, little boxes that would pop up with, like, dialogue, like, people talking to you yeah. in the car and stuff like that. that. That was, like, an element to it to kind of give you, like, a career path. But the focus was on the cars, the customization, the city, and the racing, right? Mm -hmm. And that's when it was good, man. That's when it was Need for Speed was at its best. And when they implemented all this other, like, stuff, trying to, like, put some sh shine on it, um, they took away from all the things that made it good. Like those other Need for Speed games, like some people liked them, but like they felt empty, boring, and the racing kind of sucked. Um, these newer ones, and I just—that's not what it's about. It's about having fun. And those games have a chance to be great. This is one of those franchises that EA squandered and 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 kind of fucked up. You know what I mean? Like companies overthink it sometimes. Yeah, you know? they think that they have to change things to keep it fresh. And from, you know, from going stale instead of sticking to the core, like you just talked about, of what makes them great. Yeah. And then they change the formula up and then it all falls apart. And then they change the formula up again and it continues to fall apart. And they look around going, we don't know what's going on. Yeah. Why doesn't people like this like the old days? Because you lost exactly what made it great in the first place by trying to change things up too much. I'm all for, and I'm not one of those guys who says that games shouldn't evolve or that devs shouldn't try new things, but I'm all for like a franchise like Need for Speed. Give it time off, even if we didn't get the releases like we used to, even if it was like five years between releases, but you guys came out with another core Need for Speed game like the old days, it would still have that excitement and hype around it. Maybe it was getting a little stale because you guys started yeah. releasing almost like, I think it was at one point. Every I don't year. think it was year. Was it think, every year? I think it was every year. Yeah, every, I'm Did they get to a year? I thought they yeah. got to maybe the two-year oh. mark, but okay, so every year? Yeah, just like Call of Duty, it gets stale. So take some time off, but don't lose focus on what it made great in the first place. That's when shit really falls apart. And then you have like three in a row that everybody's like, this is not what I want, and you can't figure that out. It's like Battlefield all over again. EA is oh, notorious for this with their franchises. And again, just go back. Just have Codemasters sit down, replay all the old ones, and then come out with something. But maybe that's what happened. Maybe Codemasters can find that old magic again, and we'll finally get something great out of this one. I'm hoping yeah. so, because I love Need for Speed. Um, let's get into some more Super Chats from John TJ again. Just uh, flooding us with these Super Chats, dude. Appreciate it 100%. He says... With a $5 Super Chat, Need for Speed Heat is the um, closest we have been to my dream of Need for Speed. Need for Speed Heat was uh, a pretty good game. I personally didn't really yeah. like it myself, but it's their best attempt in years, I think. Um, they kind of went back a little bit to that formula, but like it... it still wasn't yeah. living up to the other racing games that were out and let's let, let's not make the cops terminators okay the cops right. can be hard but let's not make them terminators all right, right? Yeah. it was ridiculous like right <laughs> out of control um and then yeah. another two dollars super chat peak slip racing needs to come back uh i wouldn't mind that, that y'all cool. remember need for speed pro street yes i actually did not mind that it was like a different take on the like yeah. I, I felt like they could have like 
went two different games, had like an underground series and then a pro street series, right? And use and then a hot maybe three and then a hot pursuit series and and then do those three different avenues forward. You know, you have three teams, three year development cycles. It almost seemed like it would have made a lot of sense uh, for me. Anyway, um, another five dollar super chat from John TJ says, "I want realistic graphics, but arcade gameplay that's perfect for Need for Speed." Um, yeah, yeah, that's like what Underground was. Uh, Two dollar super chat also uh, from John TJ says, "I'm tired of EA screwing up my favorite franchise." Well, um, they've really fucked up on Command & Conquer, which was one of my favorite franchises <laughs> of all time. Uh, John TJ, also $5 Super Chat, says, Don't forget Need for Speed High Stakes. Great game was my first Need for Speed. I don't remember which one that one was. <laughs> that, that that was quite a ways back. Was it High Stakes? When did that come out? 99. 99? Yeah, I was looking Steel, at it. you didn't like Carbon? The, there was only uh, like four-year gap where Need yeah. for Speed was actually good for me. And it was uh, Underground 2003 all the way up to Undercover in 2008. That's like their good years, and then the rest I don't care about. Right. <laughs> so before that, like, my first Need for Speed was the very first Need for Speed. Yeah. And I, I first played it on a 3DO at an electrics, uh, electronics store, right, on a big screen TV they had on the display with the 3DO there. And I played Need for Speed, and I was like, what is this, Right. And then eventually I got it on PlayStation, you know, then I got, you know, Need for Speed Hot Pursuit, all those original ones. And like those original Need for Speeds back in the day were next level compared to racing games back then. Um, There was not a lot. I mean, I think in Hot Pursuit, the first Hot Pursuit, like there was actual like flipping. You could flip your cars and and wrecks and stuff, you know. So me and my friend would like. Yeah, you could just go play Burnout. That was much better. (laughs) Well, that came out later. Right. (laughs) Burnout was great, too. Uh, but like me and my friend, we would like dr- be on opposite ends of the track and just drive as fast as we could together t- towards each other and see if we could hit and see who, who caused the other car to flip the most. Yeah. Right. And we'd win. <laughs> that was our game that we played. You know, it was, it was, it was great back then. Um, I think need for, y'all brought up carbon steel rain, brought up carbon need for speed carbon. That one almost kind of, if I remember right, they had like some of that neon effects and stuff like on need for speed. That's carbon. where they were trying to go back to the underground style. Out right. Hmm. So I don't know. I, I think there's potential like for this. I, I think there's potential with Skull and Bones. I think it's not going to be like something that's going to click for everybody. But Skull and Bones could be something that I think could become a pretty damn big game. Um, and then as far as Avatar, my mind's completely open on that, man. Like that could surprise. That 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 really could be the surprise if it Avatar, shows yeah. well. Yeah, especially with the you know obviously with the team behind it with the engine. If they pull that off, people might that might be the one that comes out of nowhere, like Guardians of the Galaxy did last year, mm-hmm. and just be like, "Wow, this is an absolutely fabulous game. We got to play this." So I think that's the one that's got the most potential. So for sure, mm-hmm. yeah. You say you tell you know some people like ah Far Cry Avatar that fucking sounds awesome to me. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like I like hell yeah, give me an Avatar Far Cry game. That just sounds sick. You know what I mean? Give me like. Like if you could like take the Far Cry formula, the open world stuff, and you you kind of like create different license properties and just kind of throw it in around there, it could just it could just work. I don't know. Well, they like, kind of started doing that. I mean, they got all those like every game they added started having towers and waypoints you had to capture and stuff like that. So yeah, kind of use that formula. You're you're, you're right. Like, and I'm not saying every game needs to be that, but like if they did it with like these license type things, you know what I mean? Not they're like don't take like 
Rainbow Six and make Rainbow Six Far Cry, right? <laughs> Don't take Ghost Recon, make Ghost Recon Far Cry. You know what I mean? Like, but you could take different licensed things and kind of fit it into all these different formulas of the different franchises that people have. And I think it'd be a good, interesting take on it. They kind of did that with Far Cry 3 Blood Dragon, even though it wasn't on a different IP, but yeah. it was like an 80s action vibe, mm-hmm. right? I could imagine like that had been like Terminator Far Cry or some shit like that. You know what I mean? It could have been, it could have been awesome. Um, but Avatar with the creatures and stuff is going to be interesting. If you can pair up with them, you can fly. If you can ride the big yeah. uh, panther looking things or whatever, I always forget their names. Um, but that's going to make things interesting in Avatar, especially if you can call on them to help out and stuff. If you're attacking a base, that would be pretty sweet. If you could use like nature around you to help you out, that would be pretty cool. So I think they could introduce some new mechanics that might make it a different enough from Far Cry, where even the people that are saying I don't want another Far Cry, even if it's Avatar, wind up going, oh, you know what? This actually looks pretty freaking cool. Let's let's do this. So I think there's potential here for that. Yeah, right on. And well, holy shit, man. We just got a $50 super chat. Uh, very super generous super chat from John TJ. Uh, he says, I wish Playground would go to EA and do a collaboration where they add pink mm. slips and Forza and more customization and cops. Forza has the best graphics. Just think about it split the profit 70 30 ea uh give ea a 30 percentage i would buy it i I would say just like hey why don't they just do their own little they don't even need ea right like just for they could go and make their own little uh the next forza horizon be like forza horizon um you know on the chase or some shit like that i don't know (laughs) i love cops i've wanted cops in horizon forever i think here's Here's the only drawback, because I, I tried posing this idea, and man, they tried to chase me off the Forza form like I was <laughs> right. a, a leper or something, because I was like, hey, just make a mini game, because they already have like mm-hmm. cat and mouse where you can have right. like, big vehicles versus right. little vehicles. I was like, you know, since you have the police cars, the police siren in there, and, and it was funny, me and my friend would have like our cars set up as police cars, and we'd sit on the highway. This was back in Forza Horizon 4, and as people would fly by, we'd pull out with the sirens and everything. So sometimes people would be like, what the heck? And then they would act, you know, actively participate in the chase. Other times it would scare people and they would, Mm -hmm. you know, crash off the side (laughs) of the road. But when I suggested that and I showed some of the footage of it on, on the forum, people were like, well, if you want that, just go play need for speed. I'm like, Uh, just add it as a add on. Like it it could be a mini. They used to have have a mode like that in GTA four. There was a cops and robbers mode in GTA Mm four where you could like Mm -hmm. one team was the cops. One team was the robbers. That was like the best game mode in that it was so fun. And then they kind of removed it for five yeah. and just ruined it. And it's like, did, did they have cops and test drive unlimited? I can't remember. I almost feel like there was uh, no, 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 I don't think test drive ever had it. No, I'm trying to think. No, it, I, no, Could I'm going to say tickets? no. I thought you got tickets or something. I thought there was, know. I think there was some aspect in test drive unlimited with, with some kind of like cops or I'm wrong. something. I'm, I'm wrong. I don't remember hundred percent. Do you remember, babe? Uh, you played the heck out of Test Drive Unlimited. Uh, I don't remember any cops. No? Or tickets or anything in that game. Okay. Mm, hold on. There's a, a Games Facts post uh, about what's like what's wrong with the cops. I guess they were like too OP or something. In Test so Drive Unlimited? Was, yeah, there yeah. was. There there was, right. yes. There was. I was completely wrong. I so, don't know if I maybe played like, like, if there was a mode where you could like... Test Drive Unlimited 2 had them. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So um, not the one I played. No, you played one. A TJ, John TJ with a ten dollars super chat again. A, a John TJ, appreciate you, man. It says yes. It says drive unlimited one. 
I had them. I, yes, they, they they had them too. I just saw the video on yeah. it, so, so they did have them. I'm I don't remember none of the cops at all in that. This I it's just a vague little back in my head memory because I played the shit out of that game. I that's one of the games I thousand gamers scored and actually tried so to did I. like that was fucking amazing. I um really am excited to see what they do with this new one that's coming out. Um, yeah. Test drive solar is it solar crown unlimited mm-hmm. solar crown? Yeah, I think they got delayed till next year though. Didn't it? It did. Yep. Yeah. 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 So it, that's in like Shanghai, I believe, right? With like mm-hmm. um, all the lights in the city, and you got like gambling and a casino and all these things. And like, I think didn't in, in Unlimited Two they add where you can get out of the car? Yeah, well, you went into clothes stores and stuff. You could buy clothes, right. and you could do all, you could buy houses, um, all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I, so, I think yeah, they're gonna go to the next they, level on this. As if well. they do that at next level, yeah, it's gonna be freaking phenomenal. Like if you can go gamble and win some money to go buy some cars, that'd be sweet. That would be awesome. Yeah, essentially it'll be Grand Theft Auto without the but Grand no theft. violence. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, unless you just run over people, right? <laughs> Maybe it's like the old like games where they just like magically jump. Magically jump. I love doing that, man. I just like loves like <laughs> it was like a mini game for me. Just like I gotta yeah. hit one. Like there's gotta be a way. You know what I mean? But like always somehow get out of the way. You know, um, a freaking a great game though. I can't. Uh, we'll see. You know, when they reboot a game that's been gone, like so long like test drive has i'm always like curious like how is this dev gonna do but it is made of former devs i believe that had worked on it before mm-hmm. um and but those devs had went on to work on the crew i believe right and then they Some of them, yeah and then yeah so i'm kind of curious because the crew didn't really do it for me um i think okay. they tried to go with too big of a map and it it didn't like I think if they had just focused on one region, like I, I go, yeah. I get the whole concept that they were trying to go with with the first one, and then the second one, I think adding planes may have been a bit much. The, every every city was like a assy copy of like the actual one. It's like it only like a, a, like a third, or not even a third, only like a tenth, basically of like the landmarks you'd expect to see there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not not really all that in the bag yeah. of chips. I think my state had like one barn in it, and then I was out of my state. Yeah, <laughs> like Dallas was just like a joke in there, which was one of the cities that was in the last group. And I remember like, oh, I'm going to check it out. You know, Dallas can be awesome. Like, yeah, this is a bunch of big flat warehouse type looking buildings, and like two skyscrapers. <laughs> That's not what Dallas is like. The Dallas has like a beautiful skyline, you know, like in in real life and stuff. And it's uh, kind of made a mockery of it. It was a little disappointing. Um, Hopefully in the near future, it'll be they'll have games where it's more like flight simulator where they can use either Bing or Google maps and mm-hmm. do the rendering from there and, you know, handcraft some of the main cities and stuff like that. But I think at that point, <laughs> that'll be like two generations away. before right. we can get Yeah. That if you can like use like game. satellite imagery as photogrammetry to make a game. Like that's when that shit's going to start getting crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, another $10 super, super chat from John TJ. Appreciate you again, John TJ. Dude, Jesus. just like, yeah, dude, he's just going fucking crazy today, bro. <laughs> he says, I can't wait for the new test drive. You guys getting it? Forza Horizon 5 map size is 40 square miles. The new test drive map is 340 square miles big, and yep. it's in Hong- it's a Hong Kong. Okay, not Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Awesome, man. Um, yeah, super excited. And another $5 super chat from John TJ says, They got the original director, but they are under the team that created the WRC Rally Games, which means better physics. Okay, the WRC is uh, known for being some pretty damn good racing. You know what I mean? So, Oh, yeah. Um, physics, I think that'd be great. Top notch. They have the top notch physics for racing, uh, like rally games. They're really, mm-hmm. really good. Uh, so that's that really piques my interest there. So yeah. I'm excited. 
Yeah, right. That's on. a massive. That's a big, big map. It's if it's three hundred and forty square miles. Yeah, that's mad. That's in huge. Hong Kong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would kind of, kind of be that like Tokyo nighttime racing experience that I wanted. You know, it's in Hong Kong instead, or whatever. It's just like I want that highway we, racing. Man. We can only hope, Mav, at this point that we finally get one of those back again, man. Oh god! I just can't yeah. believe the original developers still around and they're making mobile games. That's a what a shame! Oh, yeah. What an absolute shame! I know dude, it's <laughs> such a wasted opportunity. That uh, people I don't, don't understand how people good Tokyo don't know. Racer was. People don't know. They don't. No idea. Nope. Nope. It's a long lost IP that was just one of my favorites of all time. Um, so uh, moving on, we got to move on, I guess, from this. You know, we can talk about all this stuff all all day, but um, I did want to get into the information with Activision Blizzard and the uh, union Ooh, yeah. uh, labor union, a CWA had actually sent in a letter of support to the FTC saying, Hey, we approve of this acquisition. Right. Um, which there is was some, there was some smaller news that came out of with them too. Uh, Blizzard bought a new studio. Yeah. Yes. It did. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. What was that? Getting, uh, the developers buying spell break or yeah. spell force. Oh, like really? Yeah, spell force yeah. or spell break? Because it's two uh, different games. Uh, spell break, 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 break. break. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah. person studio. That, that, isn't yep. that the uh, battle royale game? Yeah, yes. Spell break. yes. And they're Red. shutting it down. They're shutting it down next year. The servers and they're all going to help out with WoW now. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Th- that wow. game's not it's, horrible. I mean, it's. I mean, I've no. tried it. It's no. another studio that's going to be under the Xbox name when it go, deal goes through. So yeah, yeah exactly. Xbox can't make a purchase, so let Blizzard <laughs> make a <laughs> more, more like <laughs> more like Activision Blizzard have been bleeding talent and they can't get it back. So now they're just going to buy right. talent up. <laughs> that's exactly what's happening here. So, but either way, it's great because those people are talented, and obviously mm-hmm. they made them offer they couldn't refuse. Um, yeah. so they sold. So they, yeah. Uh, yeah. another hundred people. To Xbox, Microsoft, when this gets oh, yeah. done. So. <laughs> I just want to say, Yasuo Talos, and everybody, welcome to the chat. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Yeah, what's, what's up? I guess that's a Greek word there, Psycho. Yasuo, he is saying hi. Okay, right on. And yeah, shout out to everybody <laughs> in the chat. Thank you guys for watching. Um, it means a lot, you know, uh, every week that you guys are here. So, hey, all right. Real quick. Yeah, baby. Is, is, is the GTA stuff on your list just curious the gta leaks yeah we can we can we can talk about that first if you want i mean it was not because it's unfounded it's just random you know what i mean but it's from idle slot those all other i mean that's (laughs) all rumors kind of started as random i tend to usually talk about rumors i feel like are more substantiated however like this one could be worth the conversation we don't know right like but the the very the thing is there was very specific information. I just when I looked exactly. at the dollar amounts of like what their expected exactly. like in uh, revenue and like their marketing budget and stuff was. There's a lot of just like round one numbers with involved ones like one billion, a hundred million, <laughs> and stuff in there. It just kind of seemed to lose a little bit of credibility with that. Well, kind of you know? round up or you know right. We're expecting to make one billion dollars in twenty four well, hours, and our marketing budget is a hundred million. One billion in like three days or whatever. Right. It? I'm just saying, like, <laughs> do they not usually go with like more research to figure these numbers out, or they just have the big, like, the most round number possible? You know, like when I saw one billion, I was like, okay, like that's kind of like an even 
round. Oh, this so you wouldn't be like two and a half billion. Yeah, yeah one point two billion, or like eight hundred and seventy-eight million, or I, I don't know, like just something more like. I expect a round number, but I don't expect it to be one billion. You know, and with the marketing budget, I don't expect it to be like a hundred million or whatever. You know what I mean? I expect it. You cared about, no matter what was leaked or potentially like rumored, you would be talking about it. What? And this was like a gaming channel, so you should just really cover it. (laughs) (laughs) Because your wife loves Grand Theft Auto. That's what this is about. This is Kate loving. Yes, it it is. We'll we'll get into that. We'll get back into the CWA thing and stuff in a little bit. I haven't been playing that much GTA lately. I'm all in on Fall Guys. All right, so for now. I just saw this tweet that just made me laugh. Uh, you gotta sign up. back in. It's a new month. Get your five hundred thousand dollars in your new yeah. house, or whatever. Um, all right. Uh, so GTA leaks. All right. This was, I think it's in one of our DMs. I did not bring yeah, it up. Psycho but, put it in. Yeah, and that's time. usually when it comes from Psycho too. It's like I have another little <laughs> credibility check well, that I add it, into. The- no, no, well, no. This is I I'm just kidding. I know. I know. I'm just kidding. I scour the internet. I put what's you know I'm like person all the time. Yeah, yeah. All the time. Yeah, and I know yeah, Sloth well, will you know he'll tweet about random rumors that he doesn't know are true or not. And he I mean, he's he, a he big lets that be. Right? Idol, Idol Sloth. <laughs> <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Idol Sloth. <laughs> but um, he's yeah, a collector of information. A collector of information. Yeah, he's slothing right now. Yes. Yeah. He, yes. He, he, yeah. He could be listening right now. Uh, now he does like to share like a lot of rumors and leaks and stuff. Some of it, some of it could end up being true, some of it not. Um, he's just putting the stuff out there, right? Um, okay. Where is that? Where is that uh, info? Do you have it in front of you, babe? Oh, do I have it in front of me? I can bring it up real quick. I'll okay. You. I have it now. Um, I didn't know if you wanted oh. to read it. I'm <laughs> um, trying to see which DM. It's in, it's in the, it's it's in the gaming news group. I have it here. Okay, well, do you? I mean, are you waiting for me to read it? I'll, 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 I'll go ahead and read it. Okay, so so Alpha Script last updated thirtieth of June two thousand twenty two. An entire summary of Rockstar's free marketing. Uh, title GTA Grand Theft Auto Six. Developer Rockstar Games Publisher Take Two. Development started in two thousand fourteen. Engine Rage. Story length. Approximately 4,500 minutes. The story's main characters are Ricardo, Casey, and Rose. Um, the story map size is 140 square miles. The map, this doesn't make a lot of sense to me, too, because it says Map Liberty. It's Liberty City, Vice City, and... Uh, yeah. But it says Liberty, it says Liberty State. Carcer City, Vice City. South America. Cottonmouth would be like a, a, a prologue set in South America. A time yeah, like setting... Would be 2023, so it would be a current day setting. Uh, production budget, $500 million. Estimated sales, $1 billion. And marketing budget, $100 million. Um, I would also expect the marketing budget to actually be higher than that for, for this game, potentially. Mm, I don't know. No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't so? think so, Math. No? No. No, Mm-mm. you're wrong. The You're talking about the map uh, problem. The latest like leaks over the years have been that they're going to combine a bunch of the maps together into one big map and try you're going to be able to travel between different cities yeah but i just yeah. don't know why it says liberty state car carcer city vice city like liberty C- is a city right unless they're just talking but, about 
they could be changing it because it was supposed to be like based off New York State Liberty City. So maybe it's just gonna they're just gonna call it Liberty State right. or something. So I don't know what Carcer is, and then Vice City, maybe a new a new city possibly. Right. Um, and then maybe yeah, planned version of Chicago or something. Planned announced yeah. reveal would be quarter three, twenty twenty two, which would be coming up in the end fall time. And then planned release would be quarter four, twenty twenty four. That falls that in line. Right. It seems like a lot of educated guesses on here, except for like some of the information. You know, I, I just don't. Man, don't why know. are you picking this apart? We're in speculation okay. town. Let's roll with it. Okay, it's just <laughs> taking a fact, everybody. Let's <laughs> go. Like, Let's roll really with it. I know. I know. Caitlin's dreams. I'm not. I care about this. Okay, so if if this was true, would this excite you, babe? Absolutely. Are you kidding me? I'm so ready for this game. Yeah. Now, are you ready for the credit card to have NFT purchases on it for this game? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it will. Gonna... Skin, We're going to own. I got, I, got, I got a Louis skin for my yeah. purse. Just wait. Just oh. wait. We're going to own land in Liberty <laughs> City. <laughs> You're going to own a, a real apartment in Liberty City. That yeah, did you say a real apartment? Bar. A real, a real NFT apartment. A virtual, it's the same thing. A virtual, a virtual apartment. Yeah, a real digital <laughs> apartment. A real. It has no, digital square footage. Yeah, it's oh, only man. hers, and she can only let whoever. So you know, she's gonna let VIP parties in her apartment. You know. <laughs> what if they have like house flipper within GTA, and you could actually oh, create your own oh, shit within God. GTA, babe? You have to buy that. the land first. And then to yeah. design your house. No, we're gonna be we're gonna be uh, real estate tycoons in GTA, and we're going to buy the <laughs> land. I'm gonna try and uh, you know get all the buildings, and I'm gonna like sublet them, and like you know I'm gonna do. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna yeah. Be- yeah. Don't you doubt imagine? that there's not a business there if they go full out. Yeah. Can you imagine if they actually Fuzzy? How that? long ago did we have this conversation? Fuzzy's been on this oh, for yeah. a long time. Fuzzy talked about this last year that the, I- he thought GTA would be the first game that comes out with nfts like that that it yeah, made sense i agree and when he started explaining we had a full discussion about this i think it was on the shop that yeah. yeah this could be a deal like where you legit have rich people buying up virtual land within gta because it's so damn popular and then turning around and creating a business out of it where people are actually paying real money especially with that wow. role play side of things right. if they're if they do yeah. if they go full role play with this new uh, multiplayer mode you're gonna be able to buy apartments and then have a job and just make fake money and then sell your fake shit for real money <laughs> that would be i would be honestly babe just if that's a thing ready because i will i'm not joking i will be all over that yeah yeah uh, i'm excited but would you be like houses and stuff for people Potentially, you could get a job as an interior decorator and actually go. Yeah, interior design in GTA. (laughs) But everyone's got to start at the burger shop. House by fancy. Got to sell some burger patties first. Right. Interior. What's the burger shop called there? I think it's called Burger Shop. There's Cluck and Bell. There's uh. There's one that looks like In and Out. I forget what it's. Out and In. I don't know. I forget what the In and Out knockoff is, but there there's Burger Shop and like um. Jasper saying Cluck and Bell. Then there's like Taco something. Yeah. Uh, Taco I Bomb just, or something. I just know my stripper Nikki better be in this next version. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what, if, what if you lose your stripper, Jasper? Are you going to be okay? Well, I guess I'll have to make a new one. Go to the club, pay a ton of money, and yeah. then she's my friend. That's I guess how that works. Up and Adam? 
the in and out place. Up and Adam. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds. That sounds right. like a breakfast joint. <laughs> Maybe. Sounds like uh, some dick pills. Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> maybe is, is that you're just used to that because you bought those microtransactions of the dick pills for your stripper. Yeah. <laughs> and then you um, use the pictures to try and get release dates of God of War. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. So shout out to Shane with the two dollars super chat says deal gets done by holidays. Merry Xmas Xbox gamer. So let's get, let's get back into like this uh, CWA stuff. So CWA is like the, one of the largest labor unions out there for media, I, I guess. And, and that type of business It is the largest, the largest. Okay. And yep. they have yep. sent in a letter of support to the FTC regarding the Activision blizzard acquisition by Microsoft. Um, now, the reason that I think this is important, uh, but this is one avenue. They still have to get, you know, lot, several approvals oh and stuff like God. that. But is, is that your kid dying in the background, man? Yeah, she's. Oh, my <laughs> okay, God. Right. She has recently. <laughs> she has recently learned the ability, you know, that, you know, the teenage scream, you know, like the teenage, yes. like teen yes. bopper scream. Yes. She has yes. learned the ability to do that by herself lately, and she practices it. And. Uh oh. <laughs> It I is playing Fortnite. It is blood curdling. They were swimming in the pool uh like two days ago and there was like a yeah, bee. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a bee or something, and she like over her head and she lost her shit. She was screaming bloody murder like she was being kidnapped or something. Yeah. And she's like, we have to get out now. Oh, and since we got this fucking tell the rest of the fucking story. So she gets out of this oh. pool so fucking fast, runs to the door to go inside because this girl is terrified, okay? So Matt uh, was in the pool it. with us earlier. Don't he finish he had left. He locked us out of the fucking house. Terrified, and she cannot get in. I didn't mean to. <laughs> Good job, man. Great job. Downstairs and let us in. Yeah. Wow. I'm really glad you had your phone because I can't hear shit in here. You know? Yeah. I'm glad I <laughs> start throwing rocks at your window. So, so yeah. first you steal her Slim Jims and make her cry, and now you're locking her out of the house. Is that correct, sir? Wait till she's 18. Dad of the year. Dad of the year. She's going to have daddy issues. She knows I love her. She's going to not trust someone that gets near to her Slim Jims. Or with locked doors. She's going to be, no, I can't. The funny thing is, is it's like a door with like a uh, regular lock and like a deadbolt. And the whole time after it, he's just like, but I didn't, un- I didn't lock the other one. I didn't lock the other one. This is so weird. Like, it's like, I only like halfway locked you guys out. <laughs> I'm just saying halfway like, locked you guys I out. I think it okay. was an accident right. when I twisted the doorknob. I accidentally twisted the little doorknob lock. No, I don't you, think you I just purposely did it. Do it. You, just did it. <laughs> you did the same thing to us last year too. That, but that it's was a deadbolt. Like it's probably just a habit of like locking your doors whenever you come in. You know, and a hundred percent. I'm a creature of habit. You know, you put me out of my like habit zone, and like think bad things happen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm not used to opening the door, not locking it. Or shutting my it. family's now back having fun, so let me lock him out. <laughs> let, me, let me lock you out of the house so you're safe. <laughs> so you're safe. Yeah. I'm gonna be safe. Yeah, it's like also like a hundred degrees outside. 
<laughs> well, they got a pool. Well, That's we true. were fine because we just got out of the pool. But... Yeah. Yeah, y'all could have just gotten <laughs> back in the pool until I noticed. That's fine. <laughs> um, anyways. <laughs> back to the CWA thing, which we, <laughs> somehow we keep getting <laughs> off track. There was a time. You muted, Pong. There was a time. Um, oh, sorry. Is it for the fifth time? A little less than a year ago, <laughs> that uh, he always forgets when he lets the fucking dogs out. Mm, yeah, and so yeah, we got home <laughs> after going to the fucking movies, and the dogs, you know, they always run up to us as soon as we open the door, and they didn't. And I'm like, where, where the hell's the dogs? I look at the fucking back door and these poor fucking dogs have been out there for hours. <laughs> so this is a thing with this guy, okay? I have a I have a, I have a oh, little bit of a bad memory, okay? Just a little bit. <laughs> a bad memory. Just a little bit. <laughs> um all right. So Sorry, the, moving on. Okay. So the <laughs> The reason the C, the CW, yeah, the, the reason that, that this is important, I believe, is because it's back when the, they, I remember politicians were all trying to like raise hell about this whole thing and stuff. You know, they, they were using like grandstanding, grandstanding and stuff. They're they're trying to they're using labor and employment as like a big like talking point with this, and that's pretty much the only thing they were really t- discussing. Um, and you know, it went real silent. After that, that only lasted like two weeks, and it was like dead silence after that. Then all we hear is a bunch of positive stuff coming from actual Microsoft side, being like, "Hey, things are moving along as fast as they can. We're you know we're going is going well. We expect that you know no delays." Then we get confirmation of Microsoft um, actually going to recognize a union that was formed from uh, Raven QA testers, if I believe that was correct, right? Um, and that was like, wow, that's that's not really done in this type of business, right? Like these big corporations usually don't do that. And the fact that they did that now that we got the next step in that, well, the CWA, the labor union that actually helped, I think, uh, put that together, uh, with, with Raven and everything actually submitted this letter of support to uh, the FTC. So that is just one major like thing that they cannot even, like use against whatsoever, I, I believe anymore with it, with this acquisition. So anything related to employment or anything like they're getting ahead of the ball game on all this stuff. And I'm curious if this is going to potentially speed up the process at all. Um, this letter of support. Um, and it seems like the union wants this to happen. Right. Um, well, yeah. So what if the, even if a labor union wants this to happen, like what, what can they like really say now regarding employee employees and everything to try and say that this is not good for them? You know what I mean? Like, with, I don't think there's anything left with, uh, with the union itself. Of course they want that because they see this huge market with employees. Cause that's the thing they pay into the union. So they're getting money from, so the union will get a steady flow of money from these employees to be in the union. So of course they, they would, they, they're going to push this, you know, and, but then it gives employees the, the costs, the pay rate that they should be having across the board. So if you're, let's say a tester, like what, cause this is where it started from with Raven software. If a tester, let's say is $25 across the board, that's what they're going to make. And then other studios are going to be like, 
people that work are testers. So they're like, hold on, they're getting 25. I'm getting 18. They're going to want to push it. And then you're going to see this big mess. So on that aspect, we we could see it's it's a positive for both sides with employees and with the union. Now, with the government, they how can they sit there and and really fight this now like their whole thing was you know well the fair equal rights for these employees you're going to get them and they're, they're going to get uh you know the possibly be fired or you know downsized and things like that i mean they were playing with these weird notions of what microsoft was going to do uh with this acquisition with their at least with employees but now with the talks of the labor union possibly coming through they're seeing that uh, oh well microsoft is favoring the employees maybe they're you know they they're not trying to paint them in this negative picture as they're trying to with this you know fear-mongering that they've been kind of doing in the very beginning with uh with this announcement so i don't see really uh, they're, they're gonna have to find a, find a new way to come at Microsoft with this deal, and trying to find something to uh, trying to slow down this process or not have them. Because I'm to me, I'm on the boat now. This is happening before the end of the year. On, I don't know how soon. In a couple months, it could be November. It could be October. We don't. I just don't know how soon. But I am on the boat that we'll see this acquisition deal finally be oh, uh, be done before the end of the year because in two because they said two months after the deal is finished the union uh will f- go will go through and then that's when it starts to take be the when it'll be implemented within i believe it's raven software that is that actually started this yeah so it uh, first off, shout out to John TJ uh, again. Another five dollars super chat says, "LOL, Mav, your wife took over the podcast." Hi, Caitlin. <laughs> um, and then a ten dollars super chat again from John TJ says, "They need to go get all of WB next, and I mean all Xbox handles the gaming division, and they get money from the movies. Plus, now they can't be stopped. They are the best workplace to work at." Um, yeah, just get everything. Let's go. You know, I would. I I know Pog's all down for the, all of WB. I I, I <laughs> am as well. Like to get into that entertainment, you know, market as well with all everything they got going on there. Uh, but as far as like the um, it, even back in June, so the June sixteenth, there was an article on Bloomberg, right? Um, FTC is scrutinizing labor impact of Microsoft Activision merger, right? Um, so the Federal Trade Commission was investigating Microsoft's. Uh, Corp's proposed purchase of Activision Blizzard and how it might impact workers. Um, Linda Kahn told lawmakers. Uh, she's the chair of the FTC. Um, in a June 9th letter to S- uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, a Democrat from Massachusetts, Kahn confirmed the agency is looking into the proposed deal, noting that the companies previously disclosed the FTC's merger review. Uh, she said, I strongly believe that merger investigations must scrutinize the impact on labor markets. Uh, whenever the FTC initiates a merger review, we are committed to thoroughly examining effects on competition and all relevant markets for potential law enforcement action. Khan's uh, letter was a response to a March 31st missive from Warren and other senators urging the FTC to closely examine how the proposed deal would impact workers at Activision. 
So pretty much Warren had reached out to her saying, hey, you need to like look at this. And then she was responding saying like, As we are looking at it. We do um, with everything, right? Um, uh, so FTC to closely examine how the proposed deal would impact workers at Activision who have called for greater accountability at the company in the wake of sexual harassment and discrimination allegations. In her letter, Khan said the FTC is also focusing on whether certain types of contracts such as non-compete clauses that bar workers from switching jobs within an industry or non-disclosure agreements violate antitrust or consumer protection laws. Uh, then here we go. Last month, a major, a majority of video game testers at Activision Raven Software United Vote uh, Unit voted to form a union, a first for U.S. listed game company. The company uh, said it would begin neg- negotiations with the Communications Workers of America to reach a collective bargaining agreement, uh, which that has now been succeeded i believe um so activision has been shrouded in controversy since last year after a state agency filed a a sexual harassment lawsuit um blah 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 blah. we already have heard a lot about this already um and microsoft announced a labor neutrality on monday microsoft announced a labor neutrality agreement with cwa agreeing that the company will take a neutral approach if employees express interest and joining a union this was that june news that we had heard about when they had said that they are not they are going to welcome the union in um, so now the latest news is they have CWA, which is the, uh, labor union has actually sent a letter of support to the FTC pretty much. I just don't know, like if that, that was the biggest hurdle for me that they kept talking about with the FTC, right? The FTC is like, Oh, you know, we got to look at this labor stuff. Senator Warren's like, like you got to look at the labor stuff. You got to look at the labor stuff. You got to look at all this stuff. And if the biggest labor union in that industry is saying, we support this, what can they say now right uh anybody have any uh thoughts on on that uh, pong i see you shaking your head yeah because this is the biggest deal and hey shout out to all the uh, journalists yet again ignoring one of the <laughs> biggest news stories of the week uh yeah. <laughs> I, I just don't know if people have I, again i'm a nobody okay I, i'm just an old gamer yep. who sat around and played a lot of games and yeah, and read a lot of news through my my decades of playing games, right? But I don't understand why people don't pick up on these things after they get done complaining about labor issues, complain about crunch, they complain about all this stuff. And here you have one of the biggest software companies, if not the biggest software company in the entire world, one of the biggest corporations overall in Microsoft in an industry that is notorious for resisting unions, hating unions. We just got done writing stories about Activision, you know, uh, hiring uh, union busting, you know, uh, attorneys and stuff when they started forming, when Mm -hmm. they started trying to do this over Activision, we had all these big stories. And here you have Microsoft underneath the microscope of the FTC and doing something that's unheard of for a company of this size that's for so long in the tech industry, software side of things, that has been against unions. Agreeing to become a neutral party if their employees decide that they want to go ahead and form a union. This is monumental. This is a paradigm yeah. shift. I was in our DMs. I'm not, I'm not alone here. I've heard already some other people talk about this on some other shows. So I know I'm not going crazy. I know I'm not reading the tea leaves like Fuzzy likes to do and reading them wrong. I was instantaneously in our DMs when this went down and 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 saying that this paradigm shift is going to have ramifications 
down the road that we're not even seeing yet for uh, for the entire industry as a whole when Microsoft is willing to jump on board with something like this. And yes, it is to get this Activision Blizzard deal to go through. But they're allowing this to happen because Satya and the rest of the Microsoft board have had this major change from the top down in philosophies when it comes to their business and their $2 trillion company. They're looking at the future. They're looking at the crystal ball. And back in the day, had you told me five years ago that Microsoft as a corporation would take this stance in any deal? I would have laughed. If you would have been talking about Microsoft in the 90s and 80s, are you kidding me? Never would they have taken this stance. But whatever they're seeing in the future right now, and and yes, the, the biggest portion of it is the Activision Blizzard deal. They are seeing some type of future where they understand that this is the new this is the new road. They went from being right now or at the beginning of this acquisition, they went from being the main kind of target for the FTC. And yes, the FTC can change depending on what, you know, who we have in office and all that kind of stuff. But right now, let's just take it as it stands right now. This FTC was going way out of bounds with what they were describing that they were going to look at this deal with. Microsoft knows they would win in court because the laws as written have nothing to do with the labor force. It has to do all with consumers. So even if they had to try to do this, Microsoft could have fought them in court. I said that from the beginning. This is a win situation. It doesn't matter at the end of the day. Microsoft go to court and they're not going to win because the letter of the law has nothing to do with labor issues. But for Microsoft to back down, and again, this is not another reason why Satya from the beginning said, hey, we're not going to have to give in to anything when it comes to this. Well, no shit, Satya, because you guys plan to do all this anyways way ahead of time. You weren't going to have to have the FTC ask you to do anything because you're just going to give it all which is great. It's great for all the devs. It's great for all the workers. But again, what we have here is Microsoft breaking ground in a new way because of the size of the company to say that we're going to remain neutral, allow unions to happen if our workers want them to happen. This sends a message. They are now yeah. the friends of the FTC. They are now uh, they are now giving the government a blueprint for all big deals down the road, you know who's pissed off right now behind the scenes? Apple, Google, Google Amazon, Amazon. <laughs> all yeah. these companies that hate unions, that have resisted it. Internally. Look at what Amazon just went through with their, their whole union thing, right? They just went through this. Yep. And Microsoft is going, ah, oh, we're cool with them. Go ahead, form your union. We're good. Don't you, worry about it. We're not going to stand in your way. From Microsoft... Microsoft's perspective, this is like small potatoes for them. Like it's as far as like what, how this deal impacts the greater scheme of things for their end game goals. Yes. It's like a small concession to make. And it's like, it it doesn't really hurt anybody. It may cost Microsoft a little bit of money. You know what I mean? But like, right. uh, I'm I'm sure the share. Yeah. And I'm sure the shareholders, some of them still hold the old feelings towards unions, but the reality is where we are, Again, that's a separate debate for a different time mm-hmm. in society that unions are popular again and unionization is going to start happening across different industries. Again, Amazon just went through this. So Microsoft sees that and says, this is not the battle we want to fight. This mm-hmm. isn't worth it. This isn't. This is where society's headed. So, okay, we're just going to say, hey, guess what? We're going to step back, allow this to happen, but we want our deal done. So FTC, here you go. 
And then you have us as a perfect example for all these other major corporations in this tech industry that may come along and say, hey, we've got this massive billion dollar deal that we need to get through. The FTC can look at them and say, well, guess what? Our buddies over at Microsoft willingly did all this. So you're going to be expected to do the same type of deals if you are against unions or whatever the case may be. We're going to look at your labor situation and we're going to expect you guys to be just as willing to give in as Microsoft yeah. was, or let's go to court. And again, at the end of the day, the way the law is written, and again, I'm not at anybody, but you can go listen to people like Hogue Law, who understand this a lot better than me. He's done so many videos on this. The clear states clearly states that this is about consumers and not about labor. So companies could win, but they would look like the bad guys, just like Amazon just did with their union stuff. Mm -hmm. They look like the bad guys. And these trillion dollar companies, these billion dollar companies don't want to look like the bad guys anymore because what happens? Social media comes down on them. So this is huge. This is gigantic. And I can't believe articles are being written about this praising Microsoft. But again, that goes back to what we've talked about, right? So at, this is going to help this deal go through, Mav. At the end of the day, this was a major step. Yes, the EU is a different beast, and we're still waiting to hear from that side of things. Generally speaking, they will follow along with the FTC, but they are a little bit more rigorous than even what we have over here. But I expect now, again, with the CWA coming on board and saying, hey, we're cool. Let this go through. It's going to be yeah, good for the workers. Which was actually a flip of their position as well, right? Right. So right. exactly. Um, and it's interesting to hear what you're talking about with like the big, you know, I'm having to read this from a Hollywood reporter. Bloomberg right. didn't write this. Right. Bloomberg mm-hmm. wrote the other one that I yeah. just wrote about. The Where, troubles, where's Jason? Right? Where's Jason? He talks about oh, this stuff all the time. Yeah. Where is he writing this big, glorious, yeah. you know, this nice piece yeah. about Microsoft and how it's a different company now because never back in the day would they have agreed to this union. But where is that soul, piece, Jason? It doesn't fit my agenda. Um, exactly. Right. Um, so Microsoft is the bad people, and PlayStation is the best. Um, after I'm that we're gonna read some of this from the Hollywood Reporter, which is where uh, shout out to Benji Sales who had actually tweeted this out and helped bring it to our attention because we saw that. Um, again, Hollywood Reporter writing this, not Bloomberg. <laughs> After reaching a labor neutrality agreement with Microsoft earlier in June, the Communications Workers of America has sent a letter to the Federal Trade Commission supporting the tech giant's $68.7 billion acquisition of Call of Duty maker Activision Blizzard. The president of the labor union, which in late May successfully established Activision Blizzard's first certified union at subsidiary Raven Software, sent a letter to FTC leaders, including Chair Linda Kahn, who I had just referenced in that other article written by Bloomberg, on uh, Bloomberg on Thursday, where he stated, we now support approval of the transaction before you because Microsoft has entered an agreement with CWA to ensure the workers of Activision Blizzard have a clear path to collective bargaining. CWA, uh, CWA president Chris Shelton added, Microsoft's binding commitments will give employees a seat at the table and ensure that the act- acquisition of Activision Blizzard benefits the company's workers and the broader video game labor market, um, which is huge language there because it's also good for the industry is what they're saying. Uh, the Correct. CWA and Microsoft announced the labor neutrality agreement, which will go into effect 60 days after the tech company's proposed Activision Blizzard deal closes. If the deal closes in June, according to the CWA, the contract entails Microsoft's remaining neutral when employees that fall under the terms of the agreement voice their interest in forming a union. More, which also 
could be in the future effect. This has future effects on the company as well, because if they say, I want, we want to form a union, they have to acknowledge that, right? Uh, moreover, the agreement pledges employees will be able to easily exercise their right to communicate with other employees and union representatives about union membership without impeding day-to-day business will have a streamlined process for deciding on joining a union and can keep their decisions about a union confidential. Um, labor neutrality agreements often entail an employer and a new union agreeing to a card check system to recognize a union and avoid a neighbor, uh, national labor relations board election. Uh, finally, the union and the company agreed to work together promptly to reach an agreement if a conflict arises and seek a fast arbitration process if differences cannot be resolved. Shelton said in May that as a result of the agreement, we support the acquisition's approval and look forward to working collaboratively collaboratively with Microsoft after this deal closes, which represents re- represented a change in position for the union. Previously, the union had joined a group of organizations raising concerns about the mega deal to the FTC, saying the tra- transaction may lead to an undue concentration of market power when viewed as a ver- ver- vertical or horizontal merger. Threaten data privacy and security, undermine consumer protection online, impinge on the consumer right to repair, and exacerbate worker disempowerment and wage suppression. Uh, the union's dealings with Activision Blizzard, moreover, have been contentious, with the union filing several unfair labor practice charges against the company, with the NLRB and Activision Blizzard throwing up potential roadblocks to the Raven Software election before it took place. Um, it says Microsoft... See- signaled a seemingly softer approach to unions in a June blog post that while vague sketched out some principles for dealing with unions and organizing the post included a statement that Microsoft is committed to creative and collaborative approaches with unions when employees wish to exercise their rights and Microsoft is presented with a specific unionization proposal in June Microsoft president and vice chair Brad Smith said that the Activision Blizzard acquisition is our first opportunity to put these principles into practice um and FTC Chair Linda Khan has been vocal about her interest in considering potential impact on workers and the agency reviews and investigates mergers. On June 16th, Khan noted in a letter to Senator Elizabeth Warren, which I just uh, addressed in that other article, that the FTC is investigating Microsoft's proposed acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Well, this now seems like it is checkmate as far as the biggest labor union again in the group that was raising questions about this is saying we're fully on board and we look forward to working them in the future basically saying this is better for the employees and for the entire uh, labor market in this industry if this deal goes through so that is a huge win for microsoft a huge win for activision blizzard it's a huge win for this deal um i don't know dude is this going to speed it up guys i mean what, what's the timeline uh, yes Maybe, but also you have to think like summer right now is the perfect time for this stuff to start going along because then politicians later in the fall are going to have all their elections they focus on more. And then the holidays come up. So people just kind of stop working as much and and government's slow as shit anyway. So it's like, I don't know if it's going to speed it up. Like it's still going to take a long time. (laughs) Yeah. How much can they go around and talk about the same aspect when it's like they have like the biggest uh, opponent originally now um, on board now? Right. They'd be like talking. It'd be like making an argument. Okay, so like my daughter and everybody's like, hey, no, this would be really good for us because like I get to like earn more money or like whatever. Let's let's say I own a fucking Dairy Queen. Okay, 
and they're all like hey yeah this is great this is like we're gonna make more money everybody blah, blah blah and then we're like no i don't think so you know what i mean i think this is gonna be bad for you you know like but like everybody's like no this is great like we need to do this like ten thousand employees right the 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 union that it's on top of all of them or whatever everybody's saying no, this is great and i'm like I don't know. You know, I think this is not going to be so good. Potentially, we're going to vote on it, and we might say no. You know, like, like what the fuck? Everybody that that you're, like, supposed to be representing, right? Everybody that you're supposed to be looking out for with this is saying, do the deal, right? How long can you drag that on and just not pass it through? I, I, I don't know. I, I feel like it will still drag on a little bit just because of like government is just yeah i mean it's get done when the government's ready for it to get done that's like i think i think it'll go through in the ftc faster than we'll be waiting with the the eu that is the big the bigger hurdle out of the group i believe so we'll see that take the longest time i think the ftc will finish a lot faster than people really think because they're they really, if they try to go at them for something small, they're they're gonna be they're gonna be like, you guys are literally are picking not picking on them, but you're just make finding things to find wrong about this deal, and you know then it's gonna be like a, a one sided. Um, uh, like anything in the future, they're gonna be looked at as well. Last time. You know, well, that's you, kind of their job, though, is to look at shit, though. Yeah, but if it's like things that are really not, not, not arbitrarily, though, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so yeah, Correct. it's their job, but it's not their job for the sake of just saying you did something. Like, I at some point, you know what I'm when, saying? Yeah, at some point when everything checks out, it's like, okay, well, there's nothing really to look for anymore. Like, because basically, they're they're hurdles. Like, because you got to look at this from a legal perspective as well, right? Like, okay, if they were to say no. They're gonna face legal. They're, they're gonna get face legal challenges and stuff. And if you have the biggest labor union on board with this, you have no fucking like case. You know what I mean? You have no. You have no case. Like you. They you don't cannot, anyways. They, they, they don't anyway. Right. Exactly. But this is another yep. check mark that Microsoft can bring to the table. And say, look, even the fucking labor union, the biggest one in this industry, is saying it's good for the entire industry and the all the employees that would be brought on board. So like, what are they? Why are they saying no? They think they know better than the people themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what well, I mean? You're spending like spending seventy billion dollars, you got to make sure that shit goes through right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but basically, Microsoft has kind of eliminated all the obstacles that that would have been before them anyway. So, I had one hundred percent. Yeah, it, it, it's it's harder for the FTC to find something like they can nitpick all they want, but it's going to be really hard. And and considering that, like like what Pong was saying, they don't have the law on their side as far as how it's written currently. So they didn't get that bill passed. They they don't have the the people that they were supposedly protecting or claim that they were protecting or had in their best interest have already said this is in our best interest. So th- there really isn't anything else that they have to stand on at this point. I think the bigger thing, kind of like what Pong had hinted to, it's like. People like or, or companies like Apple and, and, and uh, Amazon are going to re- definitely hate this because 
essentially Microsoft is dictating the rules going forward in their space of competition when it comes to uh, like streaming service and gaming and things along those lines, because all along they pointed at Google and Amazon and Apple as their, their competition. Well, now if those guys are really set to really step uh, step their big toe into this industry, they're going to have to acquire somebody like EA. Well, if they do that, now they have all these other things like like Juan was saying, they got the blueprint. They're going to have to follow those same things begrudgingly um, to even be able to get the deal to the table without the FTC really become, becoming a hindrance, let's say. So yeah, I, I, I think my my view has always been that this was going to be like a late August, early September. I, I think it may take a little bit longer than that, but I, there really isn't much more other than they, they don't have anything to, to counter this, so they have to sign off on it. It really comes down to the powers that be at Activision and at Microsoft sitting down, having their lawyers go over the, the merging stuff and, and the acquisition stuff, and then you know, making sure that all the shareholders get taken care of and make sure that there's no loose ends at the end and get that thing signed. But yeah, I, I think it's definitely before the end of the year at this point. And, and the big thing too, Fuzzy, to your point there, is they're not even actually really signing off on anything. Mm-hmm. The FTC doesn't approve anything. They just say, hey, we're not going to block this because yeah. it's an open-ended deal. They can come back five years from now and say, whoa, 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 this is <laughs> not what you guys agreed to. We're right. taking you in, right? And yeah. they can go back. So again, at the end of the day, it's not even like finalizing a deal with the FTC. It's just the FTC finally has enough information where they say, we're, gonna, we're not going to block this deal. And that's yeah. that that's the end of it. And then it moves forward and it processes. So that makes it even easier at the end of the day. I definitely see a potential uh, again, without anything coming up in the EU or a couple of the other places that they do have to get approval from, you know, end of the year makes a lot of sense. It is a gigantic deal. So don't get me wrong. It's the biggest in Microsoft history. Yeah. Not just ever, Microsoft history. So this is one of the biggest deals ever in the tech space overall. So it might take longer just based on that from a pure paperwork standpoint with the amount of employees and all that kind of stuff. It may take longer than, than the end of the year, but I think end of the year is what they're pushing for, for sure. Yeah, so, I think Microsoft yeah. wants it to be done. They've been oh, trying to... Oh, yeah. They've been trying to check every box possible that <laughs> yeah. they could stand in the way of dragging this out. And also legally as well, like if anything that could potentially be roadblocks in the future or uh, anything used against them uh, like uh, with this deal. Uh, they know how big this is for the industry as well. Well, they're also just burning money right now waiting on this shit to go through. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, and, exactly. and like Elvin and like Elvin said too, at, at what point there's a, there comes a time and point where even if the FTC is purposely dragging their feet, you know, then, then they're postponing the benefits to the people that they claim they are protecting at yep. this point because they know that the faster this goes through the quicker that kotick is out of there the quicker that microsoft <laughs> starts transitioning those employees uh-huh. and starts changing the culture over there that i mean that's just all good for the workers yeah. so at what point where the ftc start looking like the bad guys like what are you guys doing yeah. if i, I if i was per- like a blizzard employee or something right now i would be like come on like let's just deal get passed finally like that if that, that's just me speaking from my perspective i don't know where they stand Hundred percent, but it seems oh, like their labor right. union for at least Ravens is you know a hundred percent on board with yeah. this. So um, yeah, because Three Bits friends with a couple of those guys, and he's he's stated that these guys are like waiting for this to get through and be over with, so they can finally get and work on projects that they want to work on. Yeah, um, shout out to John TJ with another two dollars super chat. He says, "I 
I say the deal is done in September. That would Here's be nice. Been, that would, that would be I'm nice. Saying. Who knows, man? Fantastic. That, that would be that would time be crazy. for the holidays. <laughs> Influx about another uh, 50 to 100 games into Game Pass. Woo! Yeah. That would be pretty. Oh, <laughs> um, and Splendiferous with a $2 super chat had said, my best friend 3-Bit is here. How are you, you marvelous guy? 3-Bit is in the chat. Not on the show today. Uh, recovering from um, surgery today or yesterday. But shout out to 3-Bit, dude. We miss you. Um, hope you're feeling okay. Um, I, I I feel like... I, I can't every month something gets released or some kind of news comes out where I just can't can't fathom this deal not being approved. Right. And I feel like the FTC knows that. I feel like everybody else knows that. So at what point is is it just like just looking at shit just to look at shit and just saying, like, I'm doing my job. I got to do it. You know, so I'm doing well, it. it. It's well, like Pong's Pong's all said. It's like, why are these journalists? not speaking up ab- about this at all like so any positive news that xbox is doing it's like nothing is being talked about why is that why is jason schreier the biggest advocate about crunch and all this all these things that you know and he's not even you don't see a, a tweet you don't see an article you don't see anything from this guy you don't see anything from ign GameSpot any any journalist in the media you don't see them speaking Mm -hmm. up on the positive things that especially with this with the labor unions going through because they're a part of the labor union so you know how good this is and they're not even talking about it but it's it's clear it's because it's microsoft related like for jason schreier not to be saying oh i wonder if you know Sony Santa Monica is crunching to get, you know, God of War here before the end of the year, like he's probably heard firsthand. No, no word on it. But yet they talk about Bethesda with their, you know, aspect of crunch and so forth. So, of course, this kind of gets ignored because this would be a positive uh, spotlight on something that, you know, doesn't get them as many clicks or for, you know, the advertising dollars. You got to make it controversial. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> rescuing the kitten from the tree. Yeah, nobody cares. But uh, you knock the kitten out of the tree with a baseball bat. Oh yeah, you're going to be front page. So that's that's essentially what. I, and I then you'd they, have half the viewers. He had every right to knock that kitten out of that tree. <laughs> <laughs> I it, signed it with the man like, that hit the. It was my tree. It was on tree. my property. It's not my cat. <laughs> Fuck that cat. That cat was being a dick. <laughs> But that, that we don't know what that cat was doing before he got on that tree. On. Yeah, he could have been doing something bad. Who knows? <laughs> Dealing drugs in my tree. <laughs> yeah, no, but that that that's oh, that's the way I guess the news cycle, or at least for gaming news at this point in time, is going to you know rotate. But after the the powers shift, when you know a certain brand is the majority, then maybe their their reporting will change. But you know, I'm not holding my breath on that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, it's interesting. Like Xbox has always had like all the media pretty much stacked against it for the most part, except for a few, you know. Um, and it seems like this is just another one of those situations where it. I mean, remember even after right after the announcement came through, you had Jason Schreier himself be like, "If I was um, if I was uh, blah blah blah, I'd be sending letters to the FTC right now in the Department of Justice. This is ridiculous. <laughs> and it's like you're a fucking journalist with Bloomberg. Why are you even commenting on that? Saying what 
how this like it just doesn't make any sense. You just be covering it from your perspective about this, and you're immediately right away the bias was a hundred percent shown that certain outlets, certain people, um, journalists in the industry do not want this deal to go through, right? Uh, for whatever reason, whatever reason, because they don't like Game Pass, they don't like the whole you know uh, way that Microsoft is kind of. Uh, using their their money and everything to uh, acquire different publishers like everybody else is right now as well. It's not just Microsoft, right? Um, but they're you able to... They don't like capitalism. They're, they're, they're able Big to utilize companies. it to give people a good deal. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> oh, like, we're, we're so screwed as consumers when we get to save money on things. I'm sorry. It's like, it's so bad. You know, I, I don't I don't understand it. He had he had the gall to call a mergers and acquisitions attorney in Hogue a YouTube pundit. Okay, this yeah. guy has there's no line he won't cross. So again, Jason just again he does what he does, but his biases are well known and it's obvious. Again, there's no reason why you write all these articles, and then when that company that you were writing all these articles that you were worried about doing the wrong thing starts to do the right thing, and you don't write that side of it. Look, again, you don't even have to come out and try to defend yourself. You've shown your true colors. Yeah. So just just be on your own way. It. Just be who you are. Yes, own it 100%. Because there's no reason why, like like Psycho said, that there's not articles being written right now. How great this is and what a monumental move for a company the size of Microsoft to agree to something like this. Even if the back of your skull, you think it's all because they just want this acquisition to go through the fact that they even cracked that door open on unions for them for themselves, which means that Microsoft as one of the biggest companies in the world, it means that they've cracked the door open for everybody else in this industry. Again, an Mm -hmm. industry that has been resistant an industry that you guys have complained about the devs get the short end of the stick all the time. The fact that you won't even mention in articles or be writing multiple articles about how great this is for the industry as a whole, that Microsoft has decided to take this stance, even if it is to get the deal to go through, they're going to honor this. That means other companies are going to have to look at this and go, oh, shit. Well, we really don't have a leg to stand on if Microsoft is willing to go this route. Like, they're going to be the bad guys if they try to fight against their own unions. Again, the journalist should be writing and praising this move no matter what at the end of the day, saying at least, even if I'm against the deal, some of even if against this. Some companies own journalists, yeah. like news sites, right. like Amazon owns right. the Washington Post or whatever. Right. Or Jeff yeah, Bezos absolutely. Does, so. Jeff Bezos did that <laughs> yeah. on purpose so he could have good articles yeah. written about Amazon. Yeah, that's what billionaires do. <laughs> but, but, but again, they should be, even if at the end of the day, they're still against this deal. They should be writing that there's something good coming out of it for these poor devs who they constantly write articles about that get the short end of the stick. They should be praising that aspect of it no matter what at the end of the day. But they don't. So there we are. Yeah. Except for Hollywood Reporter, I guess. Shout out to them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Hollywood Reporter on all places, right? Right. Right. Next up, we're going to have TMZ talking about how great Game Pass is. (laughs) (laughs) Today, Amber Heard turns, and next day, uh, CWA uh, wants to support the Activision Blizzard deal. Like, it's... Man, I mean, come on. You know, I don't know what happened to journalism in general the last, like, 15, 20 years, you know, but like long gone fucking uh, games media has like flew the coop too, right? Where it's, it's, it's who 
It's the who can get the fucking games early and be. That's the whole thing with the whole fucking Sony. That's why they don't want to fucking be blacklisted with Sony because they get they get the games early so they can review them and that's and then if they know that they talk bad or do anything that should go away. Well, guess what, Sony? You're not the fucking big bag fucking uh, company that used to be anymore. And you know, and it's sad that these journalists are still acting this fucking this way in 2022. It's insane. Yeah. Just insane. Well, I think a lot of the game journalists are also just like failed people that wanted to be like political journalists and not necessarily video game journalists. So they're like, well, fuck, I got to write about stupid video games. I want to write oh, about it. fucking politics. And <laughs> it's like a dream when like when a, yeah. when a games topic crosses over into politics in a little bit of a yeah. way, right? Ooh, I get like, to sound serious Friday? for a little bit instead of talking about how much I want oh. Crash Bandicoot to come back. Like, yeah, that worked out great for Kotaku, didn't it? Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that whole fucking website. <laughs> I I have like, I used to go to that like website all every day when I was young, younger, you know. And now I have them blocked on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <laughs> it's, it's, so stu- it's so stupid, man. I I don't I don't understand like what's happened, dude. It's like ridiculous. And you can see like so somebody posted I forget who it was, but they posted on Twitter like different headlines by the same author on uh one of these uh news journalist websites i think it was even for i think it was forbes right and it was all like xbox is in trouble and then like the next article playstation's in trouble and then like the next article (laughs) xbox is in trouble again or like it's like what the fuck are you guys even doing you know what i mean it's like there's so much stuff out there like all these games to talk about like and the only thing they pick on is when something negative is going on, right? And it breeds this culture of negativity among social media and Twitter and all these things as well because that's what all the talking points become because that's what all the journalists are writing about, right? Um, and it just sucks. I, I, I just, I would love for there to be like more talk about a lot of the good things going on with, with the industry. However... We do have to talk about three four three. <laughs> so, um, regarding that, uh, I do want to transition this into uh, some information because we did get some updates on campaign co-op. Everybody, woo! New achievements too. Yeah, new achievements. Yep. So, I think Jasper, you probably read this information like ten times, right? You got it ingrained in your brain a little bit. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. So, can you break down some of what the the most relevant info is from the campaign co-op and mission replayability news we got from 343? Uh, so the campaign co-op, how it's going to work is they said that you're going to have a tether. It's going to be a tether system. I'm not sure if they're just it's going to be tethered to the host or if every player's tethered. I don't know how confusing that's going to get when you have like yeah. four-player co-op. But for right now, probably it's... Uh, yeah, probably host. For right now, it's 1,000 meters. You will just instantly die if you go beyond that from the host player, uh, it seems like. Or 800 meters is going to give you a warning on screen saying, hey, you're getting too far away. Uh, Don't get too far away from the host. Which 1,000 meters is actually a pretty sizable distance. So Mm -hmm. um, yeah, not not sure how that's going to work when you get four players. Like if it is tied to the host, then you can have like maybe like a 2,000 meter radius. But if it's everyone, then it's going to get kind of small. At at first I saw that and I was like... I don't know if I like that. You know what I mean? But thinking of it and seeing it, somebody posted on Twitter, like an actual like screenshot of what that looks like in game. 
And I'm like, yeah. when I'm playing co-op, I'm always going to be around my friends. <laughs> I'm not going to be like off doing my own fucking thing, like wanking it in a corner exactly. on the other side of the map. You know, like I, I think we'll probably be together, you know? So yeah, at the exactly. most part, I don't you're, know if that's going to be a huge deal. Yeah. No, you're not going to be halfway across the map while everyone's trying to go for a base. We're all going to I mean, I'll be halfway across the map waiting on you, but. Well, listen here, you speed <laughs> running motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. It's just no, it's like, here we go with the usual 343. You need better management and blah, blah, blah. Hey, we didn't say that. You're, you're assuming uh, things. You're assuming things, Shizno. They do, but <laughs> you're assuming what we're going to talk about. We're talking about campaign co-op and uh, and also it the... It drops on yeah. July 11th is when the mm-hmm. testing or starts or however they're going to do it. I, I'm not sure if it's going to be inside Xbox program or whatever, how the, yeah, they usually do it. Uh, We'll see. Inside flight or something. Yeah, yeah it's I'm flight. excited for the new achievements. I get to actually yeah. grind for something on that game again. Um, that's kind of what I'm, I'm excited about. Yeah, fun to play in co-op. I, I've been wanting to go back through the campaign. So, how many how many achievement points did they add? Uh, they haven't added them yet. Uh, right or now, will the they be added? Uh, they haven't said. They just said we're adding new achievements. Okay. Um. So, and the mission replayability is. Just be able to select the mission from the main menu, from what I understand. Right. The main, so the main like, like, story missions, to, or did they go yeah, into, instead like... instead of having to run through the open world, you just pick, like, mission one, mission two, mission three. Okay. Well, I'm sure you're happy about that. You can speed yeah. run those, you know? <laughs> I don't want to fucking run through the open world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and th- th- there was also information about Spartan cores and stuff like that, how they're going to operate. Um, did you get to see kind of how that information is? I, I didn't pay attention to that. I was just more interested in the co-op okay. stuff, so... Um, because... <laughs> it, that's one thing uh, I've been curious about is 100%. Like, how, how are they going to be doing that? Because you're in somebody else's game. Like, if you collect them, do you bring them over to yours? You know what I mean? They um, said uh, everything, like, at least campaign and story-wise, all your progress will be carried over to your game. So Okay. Right on. Nice. Um, yeah, so we're getting that. We're also getting the, we're getting the campaign co-op. We're getting the uh, mission replayability. It seems like it's implemented in a, a pretty good way, right? Uh, I don't think the tethering thing is going to be a huge deal. We're getting insider access to this via a flight this month. Um, what did they say when exactly what day that is? Just I think July 11th is what they said. July 11th, and so if you're signed up on Halo Waypoint, you may get access to that, guys. So check and see if you're signed up for their flight accesses on Halo Waypoint. Um, and then also there was some information, some possible leaks that came out about Forge mode. Yep, there's that's yeah. been slowly dropping over the months. Um, the one that came out today was you're going to be able to resize objects. So like mm-hmm. uh, a warthog, you can make it like as tiny as like a little goat cart or as big as like a <laughs> monster truck, something like that. So resizing objects. Yeah. Um, well, they had they had Master Chief and they resized them like almost as big as the spider on Behemoth, which was insane. Yeah, and um, there's a uh, the one that came out last week uh, with the Forge leaks is you're going to be able to change the way the gun shoots. So like you can make a, a machine gun shoot tank rounds, or a rocket shoot plasma pistol rounds. You can you're going to be able to edit that stuff too, mm-hmm. and Forge. I think this Forge is going to be a massive deal. Uh, I mean, from everything that's been leaked and teased about this Forge, it seems like it's going to be way beyond anything we've ever gotten from Halo. Um, and that's going to be a ma- massive game changer. I think obviously like we got to, we've had to wait, you know what I mean? Um, longer than a lot of us anticipated having to wait for forge and campaign co-op and stuff like that. But after this is out by the end of this year, right, we should have forge and testing 
And then also we should have campaign co-op and we have mission replayability. Uh, season three will be re- coming around the corner then. In November. And this is going to be a different animal, I think, for Halo Infinite. I think it's the, finally the chance for them to finally be like, okay, look, like this is everything that maybe should have been there at launch, but, you know, we're late, you know, a year, you know. But here it is. And we got Forge, we got Camping Co-op, we got Mission Replayability, um, we got se- more seasonal uh, content. I'm hoping to add a couple, more, at least at least three there maps was, this time. There was you know? some negative news that came out of this too, though. Um, they said that they pulled a team off of Netcode to work on like content, yeah. which kind of sucks because the the melee. You talking about the melee desyncing and yeah, stuff? The melee yeah. desync has been shit in this game, and it frustrates me when I play. Like it's just like people punch mm-hmm. you around a corner. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. They need to get their net code fixed eventually, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> eventually, um, I I think they probably. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, that they, they have so much that they were behind on. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I feel like the I understand what they're saying with that. It get, it can be frustrating when we're like playing a game that you know some would say is broken because of certain aspects like that. But ultimately, like the game plays really well for the most part. It's frustrating when those things happen. And when there's so much stuff that they should have had at launch and they're trying to get up, get out before, you know, this end of this year and stuff, I, I, I think it makes sense. And I'm, I'm excited for this to be the Halo Infinite that we all wanted, right? I still think we're about a year out, though. A year out? <laughs> yeah. You don't think this November things change uh, for Halo Infinite? No. It, we won't have enough content by then to make it a difference. But what about Forge? Forge alone is going to have so many, so much potential, right? That once that Forge it will, mode but hits, the way they implement it, I guarantee you it's not going to be, you're only going to be able to search for like people that you play with or something. You're not going to be able to like, you don't think it'll be like gonna, server browsers? They're not going to put Forge and... maps and stuff in there yet. It's going to be a while. You think so? Hmm. Yeah. Whoever makes the map is the one that gets to play it. <laughs> no, they got to do better than that. Oh my god! If that's the if that's the case, dude, um, that's gonna be interesting. You mean like I mean, but, but custom games, right? What if you host a custom yeah. game server? You you'll do be able to do custom games, but I'm just saying it won't be like it's accessible to just random people. Like you have to know somebody that has a map that they made or something like that, probably. Yeah, have like a share code, kind of like what they do in yeah. Forza would be fine. I think it's almost like somebody that works for Microsoft that might know somebody that works for three for three that possibly is on our podcast every once in a while. <laughs> he might know some people. Right. <laughs> so one thing too, like the aspect of playing is all, all master chiefs, right. in the campaign yeah. co-op, right. Um, I, I saw people talking in the chat about that. Like that, that's how Halo four was. That's how, I mean, yeah, Halo I, I, I get it. One was right. I, I get it. There wasn't like a squad. You're playing as a squad in this. You didn't have a bunch of AI teammates and stuff like that. But like, um, I would love to take my online multiplayer Spartan in there. You know, as as a um, compadre of the chief or whatever. You know, like, yeah, that was a cool thing to do with Reach. So the way you made your uh, Reach character, it transferred to campaign. Right. Yeah, it would have been cool because you can see your friends and your teammates when you're playing, you know, so it would have been a way to show off, you know, like uh, your stuff. Yeah. And everything. But I kind of, I see why they do. you want co-op or do you not? I get it. I get it. (laughs) I'll just take anything at this point. Fuck, you know, it's like make a five foot tether cable (laughs) side by side. Let's go. Even if they just render the uh, 
colors, you know, like blue or different colors for the the characters, then that I mean that might be fine. So you can know which character is who uh, on the map, you know. So instead of like four green master chiefs mm-hmm. when you're playing co-op, you know. So I think they didn't count that out. Um, I definitely, but I I see why they uh, didn't go with the multiplayer skins because they're trying to get co-op out right now and maybe down the road they'll give that uh as an update yeah hopefully oh hopefully so i mean that's one thing about this game is it's never going to end with the content you know it's 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 slow coming right now i mean we just got a new backpack for halo 3 so (laughs) right exactly it's just we're going to get stuff on this for years and years and years you know what i mean so like I've been adamant from the start that this game is going to be fine. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of like, you know, doomsday scenarios. Season two announcement was incredibly frustrating for me, right? When they announced the six month thing, especially with that amount of content that they had for it. And that's why I was like, okay, maybe they should have delayed, you know, like I kind of reverse course on that. If, if you can't get within a, a year more content than that, you know, to your game, then there was, there was some issues, you know, um, but I do think a lot of it is because they are catching it, playing catch up right now on Forge yes. and campaign co-op. Once those things are out, a lot of those teams may be freed up to do more content for the for the actual multiplayer and stuff. You know what I mean? So it'll be interesting to see. But like Forge, I still think is going to have a huge impact um, because of the. I mean, if you think about all the stuff that we have at t- tools to utilize in Halo Infinite. The grapple shot, you know, like the all all the all the weapons that have these cool abilities and stuff, and and all the other abilities that are within the game, and you can do resizing and then and all this kind of stuff. That'd be like, I could just imagine the utter chaos that could happen from custom I'm games, just like making people really small or something, and like make them super fast. Can you imagine doing something. super small with snipers? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, dude, let's go. You know, or you could build, you could like. Like back Shorty in the day in Halo 3, like <laughs> yeah. people would build like fun maps and game modes. Like I'm just imagining like make someone really small, make like hide and seek or like right. make a dude really big, like Godzilla or something. Mm-hmm. That's, and, like, that's what I was thinking about, up. Jasper. Like like a like a brute, like King Kong size, yeah. and have a fight. Like have a bunch of normal size dudes and have you know, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, give them a ton of health. Yes, that would be so much fun. That's what I was thinking about when I first saw yeah. that. I was like, damn, you could do a lot with this. But that's what we talked about, right, man? We talked about this last year. Remember those leaks we had mm-hmm. about the Forge mode going to a whole nother level? Yeah. And yeah. remember that? It seems like all those leaks were spot on. And that's why we talked about that Forge was so important. Because even if 343 can't put out content, if you have the 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 hardcore fan base in there and those Forge experts working with this new Forge that is suddenly giving them so much more ability. The community is going to create a bunch of content for yeah. you while to fill all of these holes, right? To, to make, make if it's like trial Halo interesting again. Games. Yeah. Fill all those yes, holes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yes. So, fill all yeah. those holes. Correct. I, I think that, why is everything sexual? I, I, don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, you know, regarding filling holes, I, I think that a lot of these, uh, devs, the insiders, the testers that they've been working with on Forge, which we know they have because, like, that's where a lot of these leaks have come from. People have said, yeah, they, you know, they, they're working with these creators, you know. I, I have a feeling when Forge hits, there's going to be a, 
I think there is going to be a, a dumping of maps from that were created within Forge by those creators. They'd be foolish not to utilize those these things that these people have probably been making for months at this point. Um, they've they done that in Halo Five. They've done it in every Halo since Forge has been in existence. And in fact, my biggest criticism of Five uh, multiplayer at, at launch was there was map was, was there, like half the maps were Forge maps, and it was like, where's the real maps? You know what I mean? But now I'm like, okay, we got a good amount of decent, really good maps. And I, I think they're going to be coming out with even more and more every, every season. But now I want those forge creations, especially if forge mode is that next level, right? Where we actually have so textures on the objects, like Lego blocks put together on a map. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't look like just shiny blank walls everywhere. Yeah. I, yeah. I want to see that. I want to see actual textures on things. You know what I mean? I think it would be great. Um, Shout out to John TJ again. Uh, hit us with a couple more super chats, dude. Been uh, crazy tonight, bro. A $5 super chat says 343 needs to only do story and certain affinity needs to do multiplayer. Certain affinity has got their hands in a lot of different pots right now. So um, a lot of it Halo related, and if, especially if you've seen the new mural in their hallways, um, they are definitely committed to doing lots of Halo content right now, but also they have other projects in the works. So I don't think certain affinity is going to be solely responsible in any kind of way for multiplayer. Um, three for three has got to get off of the campaign co-op and forge aspects as, as much as they're working on it right now to be able to divvy out the content for the multiplayer. And don't forget like they three for three had a lot to do with how good the gameplay is in actual uh, halo infinite. Also did, yeah. did that certain affinity uh, mural kind of signal that, basically uh-huh. their microsoft <laughs> xbox to me like it now does. like you know yeah. i mean you're putting fucking yeah. uh, microsoft ip <laughs> on the wall you know right I, that I've, but, I've said for a while pong that's the next announcement to get made acquisition oh, yeah. wise yeah you yeah. know yeah. what i mean we, we've like, talked about that yeah like it yeah, just it makes, makes much so much sense it's especially the since time. they all they, they were, also they supported were... call of duty as well right. so and that's going to be now an xbox ip they were just putting stuff yeah. that they've worked on on the wall though yes oh, they were okay it was a halo Downer, force party. Gonna... it was a halo force party. <laughs> actually <laughs> actually actually guys, if you look closer it was a halo force <laughs> party, and they were heavy on support and they developed a lot of the halo force party things <laughs> <laughs> you sound like Trier. I'm just saying. You sound like I'm just right saying, now, Jasper. Like, if there's any other, uh, if there's any other team out there that is more organic than that, I yeah. have no idea, and it makes total sense. Again, with Call of Duty and Halo, mm-hmm. like, why would you not bring certain affinity on board? Plus, they're making this Monster Hunter game for you as well. They, I, I would Come go on. as far as to say they need them. Yeah, yeah, they, they need support. They, need, they sure. need them. I mean, they're like a big time multiplayer. They, I mean, studio. Yeah. Right, I think, and, and they're also working on Buena Suerte, whatever, whatever that is, a Monster Hunter clone Monster game Hunter. that's supposed to be published by Microsoft. So I wouldn't surprise me if that's already a done deal. Max Holberman ties with Bungie back in the day. Could you imagine if he comes in and they actually like have him more involved with you know three four three? That could be a good thing in my in my personal opinion. You know, um, kind of. What, what if you saw a future where Joe Staten and Max Holberman kind of oversee yeah. both of those studios? I was just right? going to say, those two running that studio would be kind of fantastic. Right. Um, again, shout out to John TJ with another $5 Super Chat. It says, Forge is my favorite thing. I create infection maps and racetracks and others. Yeah, I think I remember we played on one of your maps, John TJ, if, if I remember right. Uh, another John TJ <laughs> yeah, <we> $5 <laughs> Super Chat. I appreciate you, sir. He says, I once created the famous battleship, the Arizona Life Size, and it was a cool map. Right on. Um, I will still nice. stand by this. My favorite map editor is Far Cry. Uh, Bar- Far Cry, Instincts, Predator, Far Cry 2. 
those fucking map editors were the were the best. And Halo's map editor will never be as good until they allow me to rain deformation and allow me to create the actual world, not just put objects on it. Right. Right. Uh, Far Cry's man, it's so overlooked. Uh, back in the day, I wish it was still a big part of their games, but it's not. Um, and Aces three five two, I agree. I think Redfall. The more we see of it, the more ready it is. I think that's early yeah, yeah. There was another trailer for that. Yeah, right? I think we're talking January, February twenty twenty three. I think certainly that. So, what well. do you think? March, maybe April for Starfield, or yeah. maybe later. Yeah, maybe later, maybe later. But I think Mar. I still am hoping for that March. Yeah. That March date. So. Uh, obviously for all my own personal reasons, but, but I wouldn't doubt it. It's going to be ready when it's ready. They're not going to push that team. So until that game is polished to the point where it's the best Bethesda title they've had, um, I think Phil's going to give them all the time in the world to get that thing done. So I, I could see it. I could see it late fall or late spring. I mean, for sure. But yeah, I think Redfall is going to be early. I think we get that one of the first games out of the gate. But that would be a nice summer game though. What Redfall? Yeah. Yeah, it would be, but it'd also be a nice, it'd be a nice, January really game, nice game to nice have come game, out March right, game, right April in game. 2023 as well, where nothing else is coming out. Right. <laughs> so, um, so babe, does anything from the Halo co-op and stuff, information stuff excite you at all? Mm, not really. You're not into. I mean, the I'll campaign. play it. I'll play it with you, but. I was really, gonna play Fall Guys. I remember, I remember distinctly as almost having an argument on the show because you were like, "Yeah, I'm not playing Halo Infinite until campaign co-op comes out." Yeah, I, mean, I just like I don't really care. Yeah, honestly. yeah, you always supposed to run through the campaigns, and you never did that. You did the first. Yeah, one I just honestly stuff. lost interest. Like I'm just not like a campaign right. person. So you you agree with EA that like you know they're with their tweet like uh, is a 10 but they only like single player (laughs) that was a facepalm moment did you see did y'all see vincent pella's response to that no No, i didn't see vince i saw a couple of the other devs go having an existential crisis that my own uh my own uh company doesn't know what i'm currently working on or something like that (laughs) like vincent pella just put a facepalm yeah yeah she's like what the fuck what the fuck and he's currently uh in charge of jedi survivor which is a single player game as well but no i'm not saying that i only like i know i'm just kidding i'm just kidding yeah i know well, i'm playing I multiplayer, love right now. multiplayer games yeah i love multiplayer games with y'all or i love playing like my house flipper and stuff like that mm-hmm. which is a single player like, game um unpacking those kind of things lake you really liked Lake. Love Lake. How the, how the hell did they just shadow drop House Flipper into Game Pass without having kind of announcement? What's going on with that? Yeah, they're I not doing their Game Pass uh, things anymore. Yeah, they haven't <laughs> had an update, and all of a sudden House Flipper's showing up. I'm like, are you serious right now? Really? Yeah. They got so yeah. many things they don't have time to. <laughs> <laughs> you can't make a graphic? <laughs> I hope that people will try it now that it's in Game Pass, coming to Game Pass. Yeah. Is it already in there? It's in there now. Yeah. The 30th of June is when it was added, I think. Yeah. It updated. Download it, guys. It's so relaxing and fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can vacuum bugs and clean windows. It's great. It's like oh, you're going to knock <laughs> them on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you got Far me Cry hooked on it. I right? dropped in there today. 
Did you like right. it, Jasper? Was it your first experience? I didn't play it. I thought you just said you dropped in there today. No, I said Far Cry 5 drops into Game Pass today. Oh, well, we're not talking about Far Cry. This is a House Flipper segment. When House Flipper first came out, you even got sucked in to one of the jobs and you were doing it for like a few hours. Yeah, you, you got me fucking hooked on that fucking game. It's crazy. Yeah. You, should, you guys should see the, the houses that she's made. It's insane. Like it's nuts, you know. No, um, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm really good. Okay, like, <laughs> I, I liked her cyberpunk one that she had. Remember when cyberpunk came yeah. out? They dropped that yep. that cyberpunk I think style. I yeah. A little bit of that one. Yeah, Is that she, was pretty damn you, cool. Well, you can't stream what your stuff now. I won't no. say why. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, NDAs. Oh, yeah. uh oh. Uh oh, influencer, here we come. Oh, she just couldn't show the new stuff. She's got a contract signed. Uh oh. Um, but yeah, like the stuff's like it's pretty awesome, man. Pretty freaking awesome. That game has like grown a lot, even. You know what I mean? Like in since it's been on Xbox, there's been so much content added to it. Um, so shout out to them for supporting the game. And now that's in Game Pass, I think it could potentially get even more support because I think. Uh, people may try it and like kind of get hooked into it. Uh, games mm-hmm. like House Flipper are awesome to have on a service like that because it doesn't have to be all shooters and and stuff. No. You know what I mean? And I think when people play it like me, they they're gonna want more as you like complete all the tasks and stuff. And like uh, if you go on Steam, like there's lots of House Flipper stuff, and I think they're slowly, you know, trying to move it all to console. Yeah, yeah, because PC has a lot of stuff for House Flipper. There's so much more content on PC for House mm-hmm. Flipper. It's kind of crazy. So yeah. to see it on console is nice. And now being in a Game Pass, this way people can play it and they're going to be shocked. Like, oh, wow, this is something that I didn't think that I would enjoy and actually enjoy. Because it's yep. just like one of those mind-numbing games that you just kind of fuck around, play for yep. a little bit, and then, you know, and then, so this way, change the pace. You know, it's, you don't sit there playing if you're, you know, don't feel like playing Halo or, you know, Doom. And then you just want to feel like really chilling out and just yeah. your mind getting completely sucked into something. Yeah, exactly. Um, and if your wife wants to play and, uh, you know, and just wants to chill out next to you, you should put up, flip it up on your phone. <laughs> you play it on your tablet. You know, it's fucking fantastic. And it's only for, wives. It <laughs> only for wives. It's only for wives. It's a wives I game. It, well, if I'm just kidding. You're, if you're trying to get your wife to play video games, it's a great yeah. game to get her to play. And then she's going to start playing Doom and Halo. Yeah, because and she's used to just her. decorating the house. That's all she knows how to do. It's an easy way to get her into the game, right? Oh my god! Am I putting words? No. In? It seems like now that's you... where you were going with this, Psycho. Am I putting words into your mouth? I mean, you're doing a lot more. <laughs> I, yeah, I think we should. Uh, we'll we'll cut that uh, off there, Psycho. No, it's fine. Um, no, but I really, I really like. I highly suggest anybody that hasn't given it a shot trying it. Mm-hmm. Just go do one job. You, you know? can't play that game in co-op, can you? It's only single. No, oh, that's sad. Not. Steel just called you out, Psycho. You're a sexist. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Psycho's not not. a sexist. He loves ladies. He talks about them all the time. 
Oh, I love the women. <laughs> yeah. I love the ladies. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I could like imagine if that game is co op, you could do like a fun like like stream like where you make it like HGTV where you yeah. have like two personalities be like, and today on this episode of House Flipper, we're gonna tear down this wall and expand <laughs> for a <laughs> Oh my god. You just isn't gave Kate a great the... idea for her streams in the future, mm-hmm. right? Oh. Yeah. Hey, isn't the actual um the PC version of House Flipper is co op? Uh, I I thought I believe I saw that, but I could be wrong. Well, unless that's uh, the unless I'm thinking about the other game that looks like House Flipper that I'm remembering. Yeah. That's well, look out. it up and uh, tell me if it is. I don't. It, I don't know. Be awesome to see Caitlin in a hard hat and a tool belt on. Right on. We're gonna turn this 18th century style home into a modern. <laughs> French architect. <laughs> oh my God. Let's go. Steel says you'll do the commercial. Oh my <laughs> yeah. On this oh episode, my. it's going to be live, one, raw, one. uncut. He's going to get a fancy ass house built out of an eight, ni- 1870s ranch style. Let's go. I'm going to like plaster Louis Vuitton wallpaper. Out. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, those, I would be. I would be down to watch those, baby. I mean, you got the. I I guarantee you guys. Like, she's got. She's at least in the top like five percent of like nice houses that have been built on house flipper. <laughs> you know, like this is. I mean, it's next level shit. You know. Yeah, I mean, not. To, I, I don't toot my own horn on a, too many things, but <laughs> I will toot yeah. my horn on this one. Uh, what? But one game you aren't as good at, but you're getting way better is fall, <laughs> is fall Guys. No, I'm just, what? I'm just kidding. You're absolutely. You've been wow. absolutely great at Fall Guys, babe. I, Wait, huh? Wow, that's, that's rude. No, I'm just kidding. You've been absolutely uh, having a blast with Fall Guys, right? I struggle a little bit, but don't we all? <laughs> I, I do definitely. But I saw your freaking face when I said that. Um, no, um, Fall Guys is so fucking fun, and you like everybody needs to be playing it. Like, if you're not playing it, if you don't even try it, then you just don't like to have fun. Pong, <laughs> pong, so calling you out. One person right now. Um, <laughs> not my game. Not every yeah. game is for every person, as we Fall always Guys talk about. Everybody. It's the game of the generation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been having a lot of fun with Fall Guys. I, I've been playing a lot of Diablo. Um, I finally finished the game, like all the way through. I did the Reaper Soul stuff. I did like a a Rift, even you know. So I'm in like Paragon, like twenty five, twenty six, or something like that. Now, been having a blast with that. I want to make a run through with another character, but we've also been playing Fall Guys and uh, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Which is now in Game Pass, or not? Actually, no, it was free to play it's for free. everybody. Yeah, never mind. I'm not in Game Pass. It's free, free for everyone now. Um, and I've been having fun playing that a lot with you, babe. And uh, free, we all just think it's like in Game Pass. Yeah, and Jasper and Psycho. We've been playing a, lot, a hell yeah. of a lot of Fall Guys. So much fun. Um, and the little uh, Spartan Bean guys are really cool. You know, I, I got the Brute Chieftain, I got the Spartan, and I got the uh, uh, Grunt. Yeah. Yeah. Don't forget to flick the bean. No, um, what? They, they flick the bean, and the the one little the one part of the game it flicks you. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I hated that part. No, uh, so there's no co-op in House Flipper. 
for PC. Yeah, I didn't it just has much. it has four <clears throat> DLC. It has the Garden Flipper that came to Xbox, yep. but it has HD TV DLC, Luxury Flipper, ha- uh, House Flipper Pets, and then the new development update that's coming out soon, Farm Flipper, where you turn your house into a, uh, then you can have a actually do the farm, <laughs> so you can have alpacas and things like that. Yep. So. Hmm. It's pretty big on PC. It's slowly and surely coming for Xbox. So, yeah, nice. Enough of that. Um, we've so back to Fall Guys real quick. Like we've actually won a few games. Thanks to Jasper. <laughs> I, I think you got one last night by yourself. I, like, I died earlier. And yeah, I got. got I finished one out. Yeah. Kate, Kate was the last one standing a few times too. Um, I remember like Psycho finished first on one and he tried to tell us all how to complete the level you know yeah yeah that was fantastic i was pretending i was jasper yeah um so as far as like that game goes like what it what it is is just chaotic fun and one of my favorite moments is when like you actually have finished and you're just watching your teammates struggle to finish you know what i mean like that's the that's the most fun no, I, like it doesn't matter if it's me or you or Psycho or Kate or whoever it is. It's just like watching that last like bean walk around and like try and get to the finish line and just like jump off the ledges and and stuff like that is like absolutely and hilarious. Then, then you figure out who it was and you're like, oh my god, yeah. Um, um yeah. back to Housekeeper real quick. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> no, this is this is public information. Um, the next DLC that will come to console is the Luxury Flipper. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. When is that yeah, coming? Do you have inside information on that? I'm not 100% sure when it's coming okay. yet, but I know that it's being tested right now. Right. Cool. Oh. So. <laughs> What's up, Blow? What's up, Google Poe? Uh, Boba Fett? Hey, Boba Fett, you made a tweet about the uh, dick pic. Uh, made me laugh at, out loud a little while ago on the show. So that's your fault. It distracted <laughs> me. Um, but hey, everybody. Um, what? <laughs> no, he, he made a joke. Um, oh. Shit, I gotta find it again. Was it the one with like the look almost look like a, a nude guy, but like was all yeah, he's like, got a he's blurred. got a blurred eggplant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you see fucking uh, Mag's fucking video clip with the whole and his wife was beating him because he started trying to take a picture of him? <laughs> no, I haven't seen that. I oh did. my god, he dude! I gotta see that one. I, I saw his one in the floaty, like on the unit on the well, unicorn he floaty like in, of, in the lake. Like a defect, a defect. Yeah. Yes. So there was this whole thing. There was the whole argument about like calling up uh, Corey and be like, hey, where's that release? And, you know, and he's just like, you know, Starfield's coming out, you should play. And he's like, yeah, yeah, that's great. And then he then he started, pulled, he pulled his pants out and took a, was taking pictures and his wife's like, what are you doing? I got to send it to somebody so I can get a release date. And she's like, oh my God. that is the stupidest thing ever. And he's like, what? It works. Yeah, it's just, it was funny. I, you have to find it. Oh man, oh, Mag, Mag's Mag. hilarious, dude. Um, yeah, I, I actually see it on Twitter. I'm gonna watch it after we're uh, done here. Um, but yeah, let's get everybody out here. I want to thank everybody in the chat for hanging out uh, for this show again. This is episode number 95. We're five away from 100 now. Um, so looking forward to that. Uh, shout out to Boba again, Gogolpo, Sour Blow, 
Um, Steel Rain, the one and only. Um, let's see, Dark Zone, Aces. You got Big Papimo Fongo. Given that uh, House Flipper love in the chat as well. Yes. Um, uh, Doom Zone. Cutie, Realist, Shane. Alvin! What's up, man? Uh, the Sousa. You don't do it right. Alvin! Alvin! How's that? Song's <laughs> the best, but yeah. Fine. Oh shit. Um. Uh, yeah. So many awesome people. Yeah. Here, it's like oh, it's eleven thirty at night. You better be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On. All right, guys. Uh, so, babe, first of my heart, lovely wife, Caitlin. Where yeah. can everybody find you? Um. You can find me on TikTok at Caitlin underscore Fancy and Twitter at. Caitlin X0615. Thank the chat. And yeah, I'm ready to play some games. Heck yeah. I'm been I'm playing Halo. Yeah. Hey Halo tonight. Um yeah. always Fuzzy One, Fuzzy Belvedere himself. Where can everybody find you, sir? Cruising on the streets and some racer racer, I suppose. <laughs> you can always uh find me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere or YouTube fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh, Xbox Live or even uh, PlayStation playing some sort of racing game at some point. <laughs> Unless it's Division, which yeah, that's what I'm playing now. So Yeah, the more content came out for that. I haven't even touched it yet because we've been playing other stuff. But the need to dive back in again. Um, <laughs> Mellow Fellow from Outer Space, the one and only Psychonauts. Uh, where can everybody find you, bro? Just want to say thank you for everyone coming out tonight in the chat you guys are phenomenal love you guys and again you guys are phenomenal find me everywhere social media psychonauts hate you can find me fsp on mondays at 10 correct yes 10 yep and then here fridays i almost said fun pop but you know, <laughs> yeah we don't have fun pop no more and you find me fridays here and you'll find me tomorrow, but I'll hold off and let Pong tell you where we, where you can find, uh, find <laughs> us. Right on. For Saturday. Um, and then the Encyclopedia of Gaming, dating that back to the very first game ever created, the one and only Pong Soul. Where can everybody find you, sir? Mm, hey, first of all, just like Mav started the show again, a reminder to everybody out there, please, please take a moment and keep Assassin Lupa in your thoughts, prayers, wishes, hopes, blessings, good and healing energy, whatever the case may be. Again, a friend, a family member, um, just an absolutely phenomenal human being uh, that uh, we want to say keep here uh for a longer period of time so please continue to do so she does need it all the help she can get right now so continue to do that um please thank you so much for that it helped out with spooky for anybody who remembers that ordeal that he went through it does help whether you believe it or not and at the end of the day uh for her family john her husband and uh, her yep. kids um just keep them all in your thoughts and prayers as she goes through this uh thank you for doing that um love you all thank you all for showing up here tonight as always again slower news week but you all still turn up and we got some new names in here as well so welcome and uh welcome to the fun speculation family and we hope to see you back here again 
Um, this is what we do every Friday night. We have a good time. It's it's right, left, up, down. We don't know where we're going, but it's a great time. We're all laughing, and we hope you are too. So thank you all for being here, um, as always. And uh, again, for the new people, man, it's, it's awesome to see you come on in here, um, and we hope you'll be back. So otherwise, tomorrow, it's a full day. It's going to be a full freaking Saturday. Yeah, this is my first busy, show man. of the week. This is the first show of the week, which is crazy for me, right? This, this is insane. The first time I've had a chance to talk, but it starts right back up again tomorrow morning. Living split screen. My brother from another Steel Rain who was in the chat and probably still lurking in there. Look, we're going to get your Saturday started right. Drop on in. Mission 1K. We start at 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central Time. Grab your coffee or just roll over. Turn on your phone and we'll be your alarm clock, okay? You're not, you, you can't help but get awake when you listen to him and I in the morning because we are ready to rock and roll. So be there, living split screen, split screens, all one word. Again, 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 o'clock Central, 3 p.m. UK time. And then in between, normally it's a shop podcast, but in between that, as Psycho alluded to, Psycho and I are going to be joining the aforementioned Spooky Sprocket and Bushido and Jack, Jack Astronaut. Right. And Charlie Hustle all over at the Backlog Bastards. That's right. Spooky's got a brand new podcast. It's going to be a freaking fantastic time. Uh, I believe we are going to go. Normally he goes at 8 p.m. Eastern, but because I've got the shop, he's going to change that to 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time tomorrow night. Myself, Psycho, will be there. We're going to have a great time over on Spooky's new podcast. So join us there. Again, that's the Backlog Bastards. Go look up Spooky on Twitter if you don't already follow follow him great dude uh just an awesome uh, aussie uh so be be there we're gonna have a fun time and then the shop podcast 9 p.m eastern eight o'clock central time that's ptk blam's channel and fuzzy belvedere my brother from another right here on this show is another panel member over there so him and i and ptk we're gonna get down and dirty ptk who is our guest this week uh do we have one I, I think it's uh sensei or something <laughs> sensei that's right sensei that's right sensei is going to be there as well we are going to have an awesome awesome saturday night conversation so drop in there again the shop podcast ptk blam's channel next week i will actually be on xbox factor podcast we got some new members including brother Infinite Umbra, who just dropped in the chat, he has now joined the panel along with Daniel, I forget how his full tag is, but anyways, Boom is filling up the panel again, so be there, Xbox Factor Podcast, I will be there Tuesday, 12pm Eastern, 11 o'clock Central Time, Double Barrel Gaming is the channel, you guys all know that, and then Mav and I, God willing, will be back for PM and the PM next week, sorry about this week, this was on me, work calls, But next week, we should be back on schedule for PM and the PM on Thursday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 o'clock Central Time, right here on Fun Speculation. Otherwise, folks, it is the golden age of gaming. Play what you love. Love what you play. Have a fantastic, fabulous weekend, and I'll talk to you all real soon. Right on, man. Appreciate that. Uh, And I shout out to PTK for making the special (laughs) guest spot here right now. 
<laughs> I don't I think Pong like, knows. I don't think Pong realizes. You called Fuzzy PTK, but it's okay. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah. You said, hey, PTK, yeah. who's on the guest this week? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, PTK. Sorry, Fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> I did save my brother and never another right here. Fuzzy, though. Yeah, I did yeah, say yeah, that did. correct. Yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. No, we sorry. Were, uh, like, we meant to say, Fuzzy, who does PTK have on tomorrow night? That's what I meant to say. Shout out to PTK. Awesome. One of the best. One of the best podcast host out there i have to say ptk blam been doing it for years and years and just super consistent well formatted show does a great job just like neutral good conversation great topics great panel and uh he deserves a lot uh more uh viewers and and subs on his channel i have to say so uh, go visit the shop podcast ptk saturday nights as well as living split screen and punk soul and steel rain tomorrow um, let me get to a couple of super chats real quick. Um, Vic the Click with a $5 super chat. Appreciate you, dude. He said, amazing episode, guys. Take care and enjoy your 4th of July. I'm out to the bar to forget where I park. <laughs> right on. <laughs> um, um, also, Alvin with a $5 super chat. It says, love XUP, sending love to Lupa, and we'll be loving Chorus and Far Cry 5 all weekend. Love all around. Shout out. It's also, uh, Far Cry 5, interesting that uh, PlayStation's, you know, whole Ubisoft Classics thing only got Far Cry 4, and now Xbox has got Far Cry 5. I guess we'll, we know why now, right? So um, uh, we kind of called that, I think, back when that list was originally announced. Um, but yeah, Jasper the Realist. Yeah, now the, I got to follow Pong's outro. Yeah. I flipped it this week. Yeah. I'm sorry to do that to you. I'll, I'll try and leave Pong last no <laughs> um but no dude where, jasper where can everybody find you sir yo you can check me out at lord jasper on Twitter. <laughs> love it uh lord master jasper on youtube uh yeah fsp is now monday 10 o'clock no fun pop wednesdays anymore so i'm free on wednesdays and then fridays is nine o'clock xbox ultimate that's pretty much where i'm at yeah right on man um as far as what we got going on, guys, uh, there's new content coming to the channel. We, Me and Kate are working behind the scenes to get some stuff going, and we're going to be coming out with some new video content. Uh, it's going to be kind of weekly formatted, and uh, looking forward to bringing that out to you. Um, I don't know exactly when we'll have our first, uh, I guess, episode, whatever you will call it. It's not going to be a podcast or anything, um, but that will probably premiere on Wednesdays um, in the future. Um, and then, yeah, like these guys said, fun pop. Yeah, it's no longer. I miss it. It's a very sad thing uh, for me personally. But uh, shout out to everybody who did watch that. And um, you still have this last week, this last final episode to check out if you haven't checked out the last episode of Fun Pop. Um, but also, we still got other shows we're doing. Mondays is Fun Speculation Podcast at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. So check that out here on Fun Speculation. Also, Thursdays is PM in the PM with that guy way over there, Pong Soul, and I. PTK and Mav <laughs> in the PM. <laughs> we, uh, we didn't get to have our show yesterday, you know, um, but it's okay to take a break once in a while. So we'll, we'll have our show back. We should be, I hope, everything willing back next week with uh, our PM in the PM next Thursday. We'll have a blast bringing that show to you. We always do. That's at 7 PM Eastern here on Fun Speculation. And also, just like this show, every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, a show that started it all for our channel as well. 
Um, appreciate everybody who's tuned into this episode. Episode 95 uh, was a blast. We sh- started out in the pre- pre-show, low energy. You know, everybody's like, hey, how you been? We ended up having a blast, I'd say. So uh, th- thanks, everybody, for bringing the energy in the chat to help us help us get there. Um, you all had low energy. Let's <laughs> just correct that. You got to um, save it for the show. Yeah, yeah. And then um, look for more game streams and stuff. You know, we'll be doing lots of stuff, guys. So appreciate everybody. You guys rock. Chat, you were a freaking amazing. John TJ, thanks for all the super chats. Everybody else, thank you for the super chats as well. All the support, all the channel members. We love you. You've seen your name scrolling down below. Appreciate all the support there as well. Anybody who listens to this on audio. Hey, uh, appreciate all the audio <laughs> listeners. Again, like there's a lot of the audio listeners that don't aren't here live when we when we do our live show. And we've been growing on the audio platforms as well. But I one thing I would like to request, please, audio listeners, it helps greatly to expand the reach of the channel if you leave a review on either iTunes, if that's where you watch, or Spotify or where, wherever. There is ways to leave a review now on uh, Spotify. So I uh, would appreciate anybody to, to leave reviews on those platforms. It would just help us reach more people. And I greatly appreciate that. And this was a lot, a lot of fun. Guys, you rock. And we're going to play some games tonight. So have fun, guys. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. We'll see you soon. <laughs> oh. <laughs>